Yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> you can't open the pot <laughs> like that, Corey. What is your deal? <laughs> Yo. Rockstar Lifestyle might not make it. Might not get paid. <laughs> <laughs> the f*** he talking about? Rockstar Lifestyle might not ever see a check. <laughs> what? My bad, man. Man. Coming in hot. <laughs> Coming in broke. <laughs> Coming in hot. <clears throat> Are you ready to, to make some money? Trying to. Attract some, some advertisers? Trying to. Some affiliates, some marketers. Trying to. Okay. Not trying hard enough. My fault, cuz. I had to do like a coach. You remember, but you remember call you Gentry? <laughs> yeah. Not good enough, Gentry. <laughs> you used to like like when the coach calls you by last name instead of your first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with my name. You didn't like it? No, it was cool. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. It was, it was really like a respect name to me. You think so? That they wouldn't call you by your first name? Yeah. I take pride in my name, so maybe. It was it was a respect thing to you? Absolutely. That they treated you just like everyone else? <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> my name whole weight in these streets, but nah, nah, you're right. You're right. You feel me? <laughs> Are you ready to get into the business though? Let's do it. All right, man. It's episode 256 of the Rise and Grind Podcast. Let's get to it. It's time. It's Thursday. It's almost Travis Day, Corey. Yes, sir. No, you can't save. I'm mad enough. Smoking hella weed. I'm on the alcohol. She sucked me off. I keep two O's in my bed. I got them turning now. What would you do if you heard I got it going? Oh, let's get that mom for Travis tomorrow. I'm ready for that us. shit. I'll be ready. I'm on my mind. You gotta watch out where you rock and shake it real. Rise and grind. Drink too real, I can't be fake, don't know the feel. Episode two. Gotta take a long drive up the hill. Gang too heavy, move like Navy Seal. Wake your ass up, man. I'm too heavy, think I need a little. Whoa. Chicago, baby, she just wanna drink. We got a show for you today. Oh, the my God. Too heavy, it's too hard to kill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out where you rock and shake it real. Yes, sir. Hey, hey. And the Travis wasn't good enough. You get Don Tyler. Oh hey. You can't save I'm bad enough. Smoking hello weed, I'm on the alcohol. Oh, Shotty lick me clean away, she sucked me off. Keep two holes in my bed, I got him turning now. What would you do if you had it? I got it burning now. I let it burn, scratch that mark I had to deal. But I went for 12, I'm out of you might get killed. You might get killed. Like we said, it's almost Travis Day. But right now, it's episode 256 of the Rising Ground Podcast. It's your boy, Roderick, in the building. Yes, sir. I go by Jakari. It's a lovely Thursday. Man. It could be a Thursday morning, a Thursday afternoon, a Thursday evening. Whenever it is that you're locked into us, we're glad that you made it over to the Rising Ground Pod. Yes, sir. How you feeling, Kari? I'm feeling great, brother. The energy is <clears throat> in the building. Travis Scott is on the way. We back, man. Another episode. It's a Thursday morning, Thursday afternoon, like you said. Maybe it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't give a damn. Yeah, I feel good, You tuned in to the Rise and Grind podcast, man. But yeah, I'm feeling great, bro. How you feeling? I feel good. Um, 
started back work this week. Yeah. But I've been off work. Uh, I was off work yesterday. It was meetings the day before. Okay. Um, I kind of almost had the notion that I had strep throat, so had to just take a little step back. I don't know if it was strep or if it was one of those pause. I left my mouth open too long <laughs> with with the air running too cold at night. Oh. You know, no, nah, you know those moments. Like when the air condition is down too low, yeah. you wake up, scratchy throat. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just, you know, took a breather. Hopefully my my people don't think that I was playing hooky immediately. So yeah, that's why I was gonna ask, were you really off work or you just took off because you were feeling under the weather? The thing about it is with the educational position, all you have to say is like I'm not coming. They immediately slide an absence in your day. Like Okay. So like Anytime I say I'm not coming, it's good. It's good to go. Like I'm, I'm good to not come whenever I feel like it. Anything you got to do from the crib, or are you just chilling till you come back? No, absolutely not. I don't have anything to do. I mean, what about like when school actually start? Would it be different or no? No, no. I mean, I know your position kind of. Yeah, like if I was a teacher, right, right, exactly. I have to schedule my own. Like I have to make sure I talk to principal to schedule a substitute. Exactly. I have to make sure the substitute has a lesson plan. Write my like write these kids' names down if this that that happens. Um, with me, no. Especially since in an assistant principal role, there's always a principal, and there's always an another like yeah. another assistant. <clears throat> Man, have you ever made a lesson plan before? Have I made a lesson plan? Yeah. Um, kind of because I technically house in school suspension. I have a lesson plan for that. So at the beginning, I had to create that one lesson plan. I remember you were in educational. For, for a small little minute. Yeah, you had to make lesson plans? <sighs> bro, I give it up to teachers and educators, Oh, yeah, bro. yeah, That yeah. shit is not easy. Even as a principal, a lot of people think that it's harder doing that than to be a teacher. No. It's harder to be a teacher. Teachers really, they really are into that shit. And it takes, it takes all of them. It take time. It take effort. Yes. It take energy. And like you said, it take. It's a team. It's a team thing for real, bro. Like I, I give it up to teachers. I'm not even gonna lie. Especially dealing with these <clears throat> badass kids. First off, deal with the badass kids. You have to make their lessons plans. Uh, their lesson plans. You have to make sure they're prepped for standardized testing. <laughs> yeah. And even when you don't get their grading and things done at school, they take that shit home. Mm-hmm. So their job really doesn't stop until summer break, Christmas break, spring break. Thanksgiving break. And even that is not long enough. Bro. It's not long enough. It's not like, long enough. Yeah, so let me ask you, how you feeling? I know, you know, you talked on the last episode, it kind of snuck back up on you going back to work in school. So now that you have been back a few days, um, are you adjusted fully or is it still going to take some time It's for you? still going to take some fucking time. Um, I don't, I don't need a break that long, I've I realized. <laughs> because, like, it's to the point where I'm like, damn. Where else can I work that I can just stay doing shit like this? Cause I was just about to say, it's like, do I even need this? Anymore? Oh my god! It's like I don't even. I love you guys up yeah, there, but it's yeah. like, nigga, do I even want to do this anymore? Yeah, yeah I'm of on. course, in the position, once everything gets rocking, um, I love my job. It's one of the easiest things I could do. Um, but it's like, oh my gosh, I have to go back. What yeah. can I do to stay? Hey, anybody know niggas working from home? <laughs> all them life. niggas, all them niggas back in the office. Yeah, man. But you know, I'm getting adjusted to it. I'm sure by next week, and by the time school is actually back, the first day of school, I'll be I'll be back into it. When's the first day of school? I think the 
think. Somewhere, somewhere between the, the 10th and the 13th. I'm not 100% sure. All I know is what day I had to come back. I could give a fuck less <laughs> what other days anybody right, else right, had right. to come back because I wish I had that much time. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. So whenever you niggas show up, I'll be here. Mm-hmm. So, Makes sense. Yeah. And I'm ready to kick in my position whenever you little niggas walk through that door. <laughs> you ready to give out some discipline. <laughs> Absolutely. And I stay in the city that I that I work in. Of course. I left the I left the Sunday pod. I'm pumping gas. I run into one of my students. Oh God, I'm at Brahms yesterday getting a little getting a little meal, okay. a little a little fries shake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Running into a student there. No way. I'm getting gas leaving there again. Jeez. I run into another student. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> Guys, trying to get yeah, me ready. I, I was just saying it's that time. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, you're trying to get me ready yeah, to yeah, see yeah, these yeah. niggas again. Yeah yeah. Yeah, one of them. I hate that. I know some of y'all listen to the pod. <laughs> the one that I ran into at the fast food spot. Oh, yeah, that new Bojangles that they opened. Ran into them there. Okay. How, how's that, though? Is it hidden for something? Uh, it's all right. They don't you have told, bone-in chicken. I was about to say, you told me they're only doing strips and shit. Yeah, for everybody that has Bojangles outside of Texas, just be lucky because we only have strips and sandwiches at the moment. I don't know if we're getting bone-in. Yeah, that's crazy. But they don't have any fucking bone-in chicken. Yeah, you told me that because that hoe right up the street, right around the corner, you know, so I thought about hitting it, but I'm like... Yeah, like it's it's in our area, yeah. and it's brand new. You hear that the Bojangles had a state is always something like a, it's a staple. Yeah, I've I've had it. You know, when you're traveling, going through airports, oh, for real, I've had it. I think I probably was like in North Carolina. So I really can't remember, but I've had it at the airport. That's the only time I've had it. Maybe, okay, maybe Atlanta. I really can't. Remember. I've heard a couple of people say they've had it at the airport, but um, you know, it's just something that I've never tried fresh. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had White Castle fresh? That's the thing that um, every time I'm in Vegas, like I said, I just got back from Vegas, guys. Mm-hmm. White Castle every fucking time. You're going to shit yourself. <laughs> you shit yourself. But it's some quality food. No, my God. You're, you're going to hover over the toilet. Like It's, it's going to be so bad. How's it quality, dude? It's just one of those things you got to do. It's like yeah, if you're in the man. South, you got to go to Waffle House. Yeah. Um, They've got regular cheeseburgers. They've got chicken sliders. They've got fish sliders. Okay. They've got fries, cheese fries, loaded fries, milkshakes. Yeah, it sounds like a stomachache. Yeah. Um, All of that. You're going to shit. <laughs> nah, for real. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in ladies don't shit. Ladies, you're going right, to shit. Yeah. <laughs> you don't shit your guts out. <clears throat> I seen here at Kumar, though. That's the only reason why a nigga really want to try it. That's... That's the reason why anybody from our age generation mm-hmm. and before wanted White Castle right. if they had never had it. It's because of Harold and Kumar. Also, I'm like a, what's it called? Um, I'm a documentary guy. So I started like going back on the fast food documentaries. I didn't realize or ever know that all of the fast food chains, be it McDonald's, Whataburger, um, Burger King, they all picked up the formula and and took that from White Castle. Really? It's the very first one. Yeah. I'm going to have to type into that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. not something I know. I'll send you the link. It's on Hulu. but um, it's, they, it's based on White Castle simply like... The entire formula for every fast food that exists right now, unless they, they came up with a brand new form of fast food, mm-hmm. it came based off of how White Castle did their food. Okay. Yeah. That's um, interesting. Yeah. Never knew that. McDonald's just, you know, the way they were able to capitalize was, yeah, was something just, completely different. Just built their own little system and shit. But Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it all started with White Castle. Okay. That's cool. Cool, cool. 
But like I said, we're here Thursday. Sounds like I'm in a good mood. Sounds like you're in a good mood. Absolutely. I don't think we have any pre pre pod intro talk. Are you ready to get into the music? Let's do it, my brother. We got a big fucking week ahead of us. All right, tomorrow is a big fucking day. Travis Scott is back tomorrow, Corey. It's going to be July the 28th. Yes, sir. And the long-awaited Utopia is going to be here. We've been hearing about Utopia since probably three weeks after Astroworld dropped. Mm -hmm. That was 2018. We were expecting this to come out in 2021. Yep. That entire Astroworld tour or Astroworld festival situation happened. A tragic situation where loss of air, loss of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of took a detour. Derailed everything, absolutely. Yeah. We're back on track. Everybody and their mama in the music game, be it rock, be it pop, be it hip hop, has their eyes on Travis Scott right now, Corey. He's the biggest, he's the biggest talk in music this week. Shit, all year, really, to be honest with you. To be you. completely honest. Yeah, from all, all, year. all genres. I mean, of course, we can, you know, we can have that conversation, but I don't think nobody's has this is this much anticipation for this year more than Travis. This is the most highly anticipated album of 2023. Yeah, no doubt about it, dude. <clears throat> Besides, no, no, no. This has to be it. Yeah, I was about to say. It's, you know, we could we could talk like who's on the charts, but no, I don't even want to talk. No, that. Yeah. this is bigger than Tra- yeah, bigger than Drake. Like Travis, this Scott. is bigger than Taylor Swift dropping. Yeah, Morgan, this is Travis. All them. It's crazy. Whoa, man. whoa, whoa, whoa! Not Morgan. <laughs> whoa, guys. No, whoa. nigga, fuck Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Not Morgan <No>. Wallen. <laughs> fuck Morgan, man. Um, Travis Scott is on top of the world right now, brother. The only person that I've seen that's gotten a glimpse or heard this album enough to make a review on it, Corey, that I don't even know why we care that much, it's Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I knew you was going <laughs> to say that, bro. I swear I did. And now I got my little B shit on. <laughs> Fuck Kevin Durant. No way. No, I'm just playing. He's hey, cursed. Nah. <laughs> Kevin Durant is an internet beast. No, we don't want real. no smoke with for KD, real. man. We love KD. Hey, you one of the greatest. Yeah. Hey, hey. And Lil B lifted the curse years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so we good on that. He lifted you know that shit. Yeah. And that nigga KD immediately won a championship. <laughs> oh, God. Nah, yeah. The I curse is real. I don't want no smoke with the base guy. Nah, man. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant has heard Travis Scott's album, though, and he ranked it amazing. He said it's probably like the best shit he's ever heard. He said... Travis Scott took it to a whole nother level. It's so far left that it's just amazing. And I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I expected it to be. And that's what I'm anticipating it to be when I hear it. I'm thinking it's going to be some shit that's just out of this world. You know what I mean? All right. Well, I actually have something that he said or or a, a piece of his quote. It says, it's incredible. Travis, like you said, pushes the limits. He goes left a lot. And um, this album is another one. It's another direction he's going. A different direction he's going. It should be fun, man. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. I told y'all niggas don't expect Astro World. Yeah, and I mean the lead single lets you know he's going in a different direction with yeah, this. Yeah, bro. The lead single has the word "lead" in it for a reason. This leads the album. <laughs> <clears throat> what if we go dance? <laughs> what if we go dance, Travis? I mean, bro, shit, it just is what it is. I feel like he's gonna give us a little bit of everything. We already got the pop. You know what I'm saying? We may get some dance. Of course, you're going to get the rap. I mean, like, Travis Scott is one of those guys, like Kevin Durant said, he pushes the limits. He's, you know, he's Kanye's son. You know what I mean? He came directly from Ye. So, like, Ye always pushed the limits. Travis Scott has pushed the limits with every album that he's re- released up until this point. So, I only expect him to do it more, bro. So, I expect to hear multiple different sounds on this album. 
Um, of course, I don't expect it to be like any of the other albums, and I'm not expecting it to live up to the expectation of Astro World, McKnight, or um, Rodeo. Rodeo, any of those. But the reason why I still trust him and trust this to be an amazing body of work is because we know we know his past, we know how good he is, and with other artists, when they don't live up to their expectations, like a Drake, like a Ye, we've watched them go in to their prime and leave it. But we just know how great they are, so we still expect them to make that great mm. top-tier caliber of music, but that's over. Travis is still dead center in the middle of his fucking prime. Oh, yeah. He still has a lot to prove. He's still dead smack in the middle of his creative genius. Absolutely. Like, it's still... That creative genius is still heavy in his brain right now. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's crazy to say this because he's given us so many great projects, but we mm-hmm. haven't even seen the best of Travis Scott yet. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Like, when you see... Take care, nothing was the same, and views mm-hmm. all happen simultaneously. Yeah. And then five years go past and you haven't gotten anything like it. You know you've seen the best of Drake. Exactly. When you see dropout, late registration, graduation, fantasy, and then all these years go by, you don't get another thing like it. Of course, you get Donda. It's not anything near the great, great. But you know that he's left that realm. Right. Travis has not left that realm yet. Even with like with Kendrick, we were able to see. Kendrick has not left that realm yet. These niggas are still amazing. Mm-hmm. Travis is smack in the middle of his prime and his genius. This is going to be incredible. One question I have for you. I saw someone <clears throat> post this on social media. They said they're kind of nervous for this album. I want to ask you, are you nervous in any aspect at all? I know that's a tough question. I am not nervous myself about his music. I'm nervous as to how fans who are expecting, quote-unquote, the old Travis or expecting astral world-like music, I'm nervous on how they'll receive it. Okay. Because Astro, not Astro World, Travis Scott fans want something that they can completely go fucking bonkers to. They want incredible music, but they want something they can go ape shit to mm-hmm. at his shows. Mm-hmm. I'm worried he might not have that for him. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's hard to say because, uh, I mean, he was, before the incident happened at the concert, he was going that path when he was, mm-hmm. he was creating shit that we had never heard. And once he got derailed, it was like, okay, where does he go from here? But he's had five years to create and recreate and recreate and recreate. So I think he's gonna hit the fans exactly where they need to be. Yeah, I was gonna hit. say maybe he will go that that direction. Yeah, and just to give us some context as to where he might be going with it, let's talk some of these album covers that he's dropped. Corey. Okay, let's do it. He has, I believe, he's released four right now, mm-hmm. and out of those four, there's different, there's different pictures or different photos within those four. So the first set might have four fo- like four photos, but that's just the first set of covers. Yeah, the second one will have two more or. But they're all wild. And those covers do give the indication that this is going to be a very abrasive album. High energy. I I agree with you. But he's so unpredictable, Corey. (laughs) Rodeo doesn't sound like (sighs) Birds in the Trap. And Birds in the Trap doesn't sound like Astroworld. Mm -hmm. They actually all sound nothing alike. And it's like, how could he do it again? You know what I mean? How can he create a sound again that we've never heard before? That's the biggest question. And I think that's what people 
are expecting. And you answered the question perfectly as far as like you're not nervous, but as far as the way that the fans may accept the album, I'm kind of nervous in that aspect as well because, you know, we're so fickle now. We want that shit to hit immediately. And I feel like with this one, it's going to take some time, especially with the, the lead single because he gave us something that's completely different. I don't think it's going to take time. Man, I think it's gonna take time, bro. Like, I think I don't think it's gonna it's gonna hit people the way like Astro World hit you the first time you heard it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's gonna take like that second or third listen for you to be like, all right, I understand it. Maybe for us, but unless the fans, like I said, unless they do some not receiving the music well mm-hmm. and it's it's bad, he has the kind of fan base that's almost like, you know, the Playboy Cardi-ish. It's bigger than that. They damn near will fuck with anything he does. True. It's almost to the point where I sit back and I go, do we even, of course we know that's Travis Scott and he's one of the biggest artists in music. Do we even grasp how big he really is? Like, I don't think we (laughs) grasp how big Travis is. The same way we grasp like a Kanye West. And he's probably that big. I think after this drop, if you don't, you should. Because this, bro, like we said when we first started, like this this is the biggest drop of the year. It's not even close. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of whatever genre. So um, if people don't think that way, I think after Utopia drops, it's going to be unquestioned. Like there's no question. You know, at this point, like Travis Scott is going to be the biggest thing in the world. I also said to you during pre-production, after this album... If this is a, a huge hit, if this is a wide-known success, we might have to start talking about Travis Scott and his discography a little bit differently. Explain. <clears throat> Rodeo is amazing, Corey. Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight is amazing, Corey. Astro World, by far... One of the greatest hip hop albums that's been released. Absolutely. In in hip hop's history. Mm-hmm. If Utopia is a hit, that will put him at what? Number four? Is that four that I just said? Yeah. We don't have too many artists out today with four flawless albums. He's going to have four flawless albums. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, it's not even a maybe to me. This when this drops, this will make the fourth flawless album. Four, yeah, it's gonna be four before. <laughs> it's not even a question. Um, yeah, bro, I agree with you though. But uh, you, you're saying though that at this point he needs to be respected more if he goes four for four or when he goes four for four. Here I go. Here I go, Corey. I let me. This album, especially if it takes him at four for four for flawless albums in his discography. This puts him in J. Cole realm. Mm. This puts him in Kendrick Lamar realm. Mm. Right. You don't even want to know what I'm about to say, Corey. (laughs) I'm scared. As we sit right now, Travis Scott's discography is better than Drake's. Oh. Yes, it is, Corey. Yes, it is. Hold on. Yes, it is. I don't know, bro. (laughs) Whew. He doesn't have two crowning achievements just like Take Care and Nothing Was the Same and Views. And he doesn't have any flops in it, Kari. He has no bullshit in there. The only thing that he has to speak to it are his two mixtapes before that are amazing. 
<laughs> better than Aubrey is crazy, bro. I don't, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. I can't. Does Travis have Scorpion? <laughs> Scorpion was a really good album. I know you hate on it. <laughs> Scorpion was great, man. Does Travis have more life? More life was better than Scorpion. It was. I get that. Scorpion was ass, Kari. It wasn't. I can't say that. For bro. there to be like 30 songs, you play at least 15 of them back? Maybe. I have to look at the list. You do not play 15 of those songs, Kari. <laughs> that's at least, that. even if you played 15, that's a 50, which makes it ass. <laughs> it was just too many fucking songs on there. He did the, the A side, B side. He fucked it up. It was ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. He keep trying to. I can't. No, man. 2018 was a different time. Is he four for four? Drake or Travis? Drake. Yeah. No, he's not. What you mean? Thank me later. He's got more than four. And they ain't hitting I mean, like- we're going off of the first four. You can only go off the first four. You can't go past that. So if we going off of first four, absolutely. It's four for four. So far gone. I, I'm. We can start at thank me later. Because so far gone is technically a mixtape. Okay, let's go. Th- I mean, we could have added days before in there and okay. put them next- then we going five for five. Yeah, man. <laughs> so far gone. Thank me later. Take care. Nothing was the same. Views? Yeah. That's nice. But Kari, he's gone on to fuck it up. We're still talking about a nigga with an airtight discography. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter if he has more. But you're only, we can only compare. No, we, no, what we can't. What you mean? You can't compare because Travis hasn't released more after that. We can because only he's compare. smarter. <laughs> That's only, why we comparing no, it. No, bro. We can only do the first four it's or five. It's not my bad. Man, It's not whatever, our fault bro. that Drake has gone on to, to release album after album after album. Bro. And that five years, no. Travis was being a fucking Republican. He was conserving. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Drake was over there being liberal. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it sounds good, bro. I'm just I can't I can't. Nah. You can't, can't just roll you can't just roll with the first five because they only have five together. If he retired at five, that, that means you wouldn't be able to compare it. You can only compare Fuck the, the no. same number, bro. What no, we can't. Mean? If he decided to ass himself out and make four terrible mm. albums, you gotta add that. It's just not a fair argument, in my opinion. Because they, they both had the same amount of time. No fucking way. What are you talking about? Drake been in this longer than, than by Travis. Maybe, by maybe three years. Man. Nah, bro. I'm not. I just, I can't agree with you on that one, bro. Better than Aubrey? That's saying a lot. It's not too many niggas that didn't put out a better I didn't say. Him. I didn't say that he's a better rapper. No, or, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, if we ranking the discography, if we ranking their discographies, yes, I'm. I'm putting. I'm putting Drake. I mean, uh, I'm putting Drake under Travis Scott because Travis Scott doesn't have any room for error in it. Yeah. Okay. And it, so even so, as of right now, Travis Scott has the better discog. No. You capping? No, bro. I can't. I can't agree with that, man. I love both. I love both of them. But I can't agree with that. <laughs> you really shooting from the hip right now, too, bro. I'm definitely not shooting from the hip. I'm not Come saying on, Drake's man. better than him. All right. I, yeah. Would you say Kendrick Lamar has a better discography than Drake? That's only four albums, and you fucking know he does, Kari. Yeah, I know he does. 
Can't give it to Travis though, bro. These guys See, look, cha- these see, guys changed the game. Kendrick Lamar changed the game, bro. Travis didn't change the game at all. If you think about if you think about literally to be we we credit Kanye for Travis. We don't know what the fuck Kanye would have had to do in 2013 without him. And if we talk about the influence from Yeezus, this is Travis's fucking gang we've been looking at the last few fucking years. Nah, man, I can't agree with that, bro. It sound nice though. I know where you're going, but I can't, I can't. You know where I'm headed next, right? Talk to me. <laughs> you know he got a better discography than J. Cole, too, right? Yeah, whatever. Nigga. <laughs> this nigga just wanna round me up today. I yeah, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. There it <laughs> is. You just wanna piss me off today, huh? There it is. And J. Cole shit would have been airtight too. <laughs> oh, God. There we go. If it wasn't for the if it wasn't, if it wasn't album. for his eyes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> His eyes should have told him some bullshit. His ears should have told him some bullshit. What about the Ye album, you fuck nigga? How you feel about the Ye album? Travis's discography is better than Kanye's. No, I'm tripping. <laughs> like, bro, shut your ass Nah, up. If, we're, if we're going off of hat, like, hit and miss, like, skips. Man, you just talking bullshit today, <laughs> bro. I'm not even finna entertain this shit. It sounds crazy once we get to Kanye. I, I won't mention Kanye, but everybody else. No, that's an airtight. That's an airtight uh, All right, man. That's an argument. You entitled to your own opinion, my brother. I might actually have this argument with some other people. Mm-mm. Not Aubrey. Aubrey's got he's got amazing songs. You do. There's at least two of those albums that should not have come out. Scorpion and what? CLB. CLB definitely shouldn't have come out. Mm. Um, let's just rewind. What came after Dark Lane demos? I like that. Oh, that was fire. Came um, at the perfect time, too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he just put out so much fucking music, bro. Like, I wish that nigga would take a break sometimes. I really do. <laughs> like, fuck, Drake. Shit, Travis got a better <laughs> discography than Jay-Z. <laughs> nah, it's too fuck it. <laughs> Whoever, nigga. Like, he might be the greatest nigga to ever be- become hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, What I was going to lead to, and now it all sounds jokey-ish, so, like, I can't even really stand on my legs with it. <laughs> Which I was leading to. Travis Scott is really one of the most important artists of this generation. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. Okay, I'm just glad it doesn't sound jokey as fuck. Nah, but after nah. everything I said, if we would have still been laughing and I added that right then as the sentence after, it would have nah. been jokey. But nah, he's for he's easily. That's not even a discussion. He's on the Kanye type of level that Kanye yeah, was on 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Like, oh, this no nigga's doubt. one of them. No doubt. Pushing the limits, like we said before. Yeah. What a flawless discography. <laughs> All right, bro. You got it. <laughs> You'd say it's flawless, like his discography is flawless, though, right? As of right now? As of right now, yeah. As of right now, would you say Drake's discography is flawless? <laughs> See? <laughs> <Yeah>. Got him. <laughs> oh, you such an asshole, bro. <laughs> For Got him, guys. Nah, bro. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you, you win, fuck, nigga. Yeah. Um, just before we get out of here, he said yeah. he's dropping a movie along with the album that's mm-hmm. going to be called Circus Maximus. Yes, sir. I'm more of a gluteus Maximus type of nigga. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love it. God damn it. Ooh. What is Circus Maximus? Uh, just niggas going crazy. I was at like, the what circus. is that? Like the elbow? Like yeah, the, yeah. the back of the arm? What is that? No. Thigh? No, nigga. Oh. It just means. Uh, <laughs> Maximizing the big, circus Yeah I was gonna say Big circus Nigga that's all they mean <laughs> Okay 
Okay. This nigga thought it was a literal turn. I mean, if the gluteus part. maximus was the ass, I was oh, like, I see, I see what you mean. You know, like, nah, that's just you know, probably just some play on words. I have no idea, but it is cool to, to, for bro to release something. I'm movie. trying to hit a girl in her circus maximus. <laughs> <laughs> if the bust the gluteus maximus, you know how much fun you have in the circus maxima. <laughs> Can't stand you, bro. <laughs> I said maxima. Now I'm. Now we fucking you, in, the Nissan. You in the Nissan. Yeah, now we in the <laughs> Nissan. <laughs> no way. <clears throat> Um, that's releasing today. Yep. Both, both uh, the main cover arts and the movie will be out today. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, and finally, Egypt got rid of that goddamn concert card. <laughs> Man, we talked about it. How they they tried to cancel it, then they said never mind. Then they finally came out and said, you know what? By any means necessary, y'all shut that shit down. Yeah. Dying. Sorry. Sorry. Shut it Travis. the fuck down. <laughs> D I E N E. Yeah, bro. Um, and from what Travis said, they're working to have it rescheduled, but he has four other events as a release party planned. However, I think he's just saying the first part to kind of ease the guests. We're not, they're not rescheduling that, that shit. No, there's no way. There's not enough time. And as hard as it was to probably book the first time and it still got canceled, it's not going through a second. It's not enough time, bro. But I will give Travis praise for this rollout, though. Absolutely. For the covers. He dropped the cover every day, like we said, leading up until the release. Um, the movie coming out, the concert that was supposed to happen. He's doing an amazing fucking job of rolling this album out, getting everybody excited about it. He always does. If you can remember, five years ago, he had the Netflix documentary for, mm-hmm. for Astroworld even dropping. Mm-hmm. He was kind of not a pioneer, but kind of one of the bigger artists to start doing high-end documentaries. I remember Drake did his with Jungle when, um, if you're reading this, came out in 2015. He kind of started the documentary era for rappers. But on the high end, I got this with a streaming service that's now out on Netflix. Then comes J. Cole with his. Mm -hmm. Um, Travis knows what to do to hype niggas up for an album rollout. I expected I expected nothing less, not only from Travis, but if you're thinking about one of the biggest artists in the world with some of the best backing in the world. Yeah, no doubt about it. I believe that was called Look Mom, I Can Fly. Yes. Yeah, that was great. We watched that together the first time. Uh-huh. I remember at Mom Duke's house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was live. And the chip he has on his shoulder coming back, his promotion has to be amazing. Yeah. Um. A lot of music fans just take music and social media and run with it. It takes a lot for a nigga that that had people die at his concert hmm. to get everybody back on his side. There's a lot of marketing and promotion that that went into that. It worked. You talking about the doc or are you talking about this rollout? I'm sorry. This this rollout okay. from everything that happened from the Astro World oh, like, tragedy like post, okay. to get him back to where uh, he is yeah, right bro. now. Come on now. That's a that's a rollout in itself, just yeah. to get him cleared from all of that. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, you know you had to talk to them people. You know you had to talk. <laughs> you know you had to make them deals. Hey, my boy. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You know you had to talk to them people, bro. Yeah, yeah. Epic yeah. got that shit taken care of, bro. They said how much you, how much you need, look, Travis. Look, I'm how glad, much you need, I'm man. I'm glad Cardi's saying it because I don't have to. Man, we're never gonna get a deal. <laughs> we keep exposing these niggas. <laughs> Uh, Come on, man! You know what the fuck be I'm going glad on. We educate the music, like <laughs> listeners, but like, all right, if you ever want to make any more goddamn money, up. like 
Come on, man. <laughs> my fault, bro. Come I on, can't brother. be giving out all, all the sauce. Nigga, we trying to talk to them people. <laughs> nah, for real. Hey. <laughs> I know where my dad is, guys. Look what it is. I know where he is. We can go find that nigga right now. What is it, blood? What do you need, blood? <laughs> hey. Whew. You still never saw House Party? I still ain't watched it, bro. Fuck. All right. My fault. No, 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 you good. I'll really be forgetting. Because we're going to get into all that yeah, yeah, we funky, got... freaky movie shit yeah. later. Pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that. That was crazy. <clears throat> but let's go on, Corey. Let's do it, bro. Um, I kind of skipped and jumped the gun talking about upcoming yeah, let's, albums. Let's finish our albums and then go to the song. Okay, That's yeah. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Post Malone's dropping tomorrow, Corey. Yes, sir. His self-titled album, Austin, is coming out Friday as well. I... Cannot understand. Well, I can understand because Travis Scott is one of the biggest of the biggest of the big. But it kind of speaks to something when I'm hearing almost nothing about Post Malone's album coming out Mm -hmm. the day before his album comes out. His singles didn't hit the way they needed to. Not at all. And it always says something to me when one of the biggest artists ever can't get their single to connect maybe we're still in store for an amazing body of work from post malone because he's an amazing artist and um we've come to expect that from him but coming off of 12 tooth carrot ache or 12 carrot toothache <laughs> 12 carrot toothache yeah i almost <laughs> shit i almost called that shit a, a 12 tooth carrot cake <laughs> niggas hungry than a bitch over here <laughs> that shit fucked you. <laughs> Started thinking about all kinds of shit. Hey, bro, that shit had you. Oh, I, I turned you into was, a fat nigga. You was struggling over there. But yeah, man, <laughs> the hash slinging slash the, the slash pinging the the, the, the spash ringing. <laughs> Real was no. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Shit, bro, that's funny. Twelfth carry two thick. Roderick Taylor. Is just gonna go out on a limb and say that this is gonna be undownloadable content worthy music, Corey. Oh man, it hurts to say that, but I know what you mean as far as you know those, where I'm going with this. Yeah, those, those singles, not you not see hitting. it, yeah, bro. And it's just like, yeah, Post just ain't really done enough compared to what he did in the past as far as rollout aspect. And it's like he doesn't singles. even want it to be big. But also, let's go back to the album. Remember, we talked about it. We talked about how many songs. It's going to be 17 songs. And you remember we said it's no features on this. Yeah, it's just Austin. And also, this is the first album that he's ever put out that's pop. It's listed as pop. Mm-hmm. So I think, bro, really going in a, a totally different direction. So maybe he don't really give a fuck like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, And it's weird to say that because, yes, he hasn't put out an album since I think it was two years ago. No, 12th Care was last year, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. But I, I mean, I, I'm feeling you, though. I'm following you 100%. It, it's weird right now for Post Malone because we ain't never seen him roll out an album like this where, like you said, the day before you don't hear shit. And he has three songs out. I ain't heard them three songs nowhere. I don't want to change the subject and we can go back. What does it say to you? And I'm, ask, I'm, I'm asking because I'm looking for a real answer. What does it say to you that every artist in rap that's big is going in a different direction right now? Every single one, Corey. Every single fucking one. That the 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 rap is not selling. 
and it's other shit that's selling and they trying to go get that money. That's all that shit say to me. Okay. What does it say to you? Maybe this rap shit's over. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, brother. I said this though. Pink tape. Hold on. I said this. I know. I said this and you was like, nah, bro. Hip hop will never die. And I know it'll never die, die. Die. And niggas you know can always right. put a beat together and right, rap right, right. and it's gonna come out. But we're saying like die. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the top genre, number one selling genre. You heard pink tape. Yeah. You hear this, what we're just talking about with Austin about to drop? You heard that first single by Travis Scott. That's where I was heading with it next. K-pop. You heard Lil Yachty's album. Mm-hmm. You heard, or now you see just coming off of the Lil Yachty album, how they're pitting him now as one of the biggest artists in our culture. <laughs> coming off the Travis. I mean, not coming off the Travis, coming off the Tyler. I don't know, brother. Coming off... <laughs> Coming off of Drake last year, dropping honestly, never mind. Yep. He set your tone. Tell, telling us that y'all just don't see it yet. You know, we ahead, but y'all just don't see it yet. Even Beyonce, the whole Renaissance, that was pop, really. You know what I'm saying? I know she's R and B, but that was pop. That was alternative. I don't know, man. <laughs> and maybe that shit's they, scary, bro. Maybe up there in the offices, maybe they done with us. Maybe they done with us up there. Clark. You think we had our time? Yeah, get, the niggas have had their fun. Yo. Hit the button on their ass. Send their ass to jail. Hit the button on their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop all that. Let them fend for their motherfucking selves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like now it's time for them to drown. Yeah, We're yeah. going to put our money somewhere else. And like, the, like the TV networks. Yeah. And the rumors of Drake, you know, for all the dogs being R&B, all R&B. Hmm. You know what I mean? Is that what the rumor is? I've heard that. I don't believe it. But niggas are saying that. That this is supposed to be R&B Drake. He said it. You know, you want that old Drake back? Shit like that. Well, let's be real, Kari. Talk to me. Have we... We're, we're music niggas. We've we heard a lot of early shit from Drake that's been passed around. I haven't heard any rap. Oh, that shit is all R&B. <laughs> Here I go. <laughs> this nigga cook it, yo. Here I go. What's up, man? hate that we have to do this. We really have to do this right now, Kari. Talk to me. We really have to do it. We always joke about it. Kari, we might be sitting we might be sitting near after what you said last part about Drake resurging again. Mm-hmm. You might be upon Drake's best piece of work. If he can get if it's all R&B, which is everything that his fans have asked for for the last 10 years, and he can get the music to connect the same way we were able to relate with him the past 10 years and give us that feel of like, <clears throat> I want that the real her featuring Lil Wayne feel. I want that um, next time we fuck, I don't want to fuck, I want to make love. I want, oh, I, I want those vibes. And I need um, race your mind, um, jaded type of vibes. Mm. He has to be able to pack it up and put it together. And you know, all of those songs are R&B. I'm going to be real with you right now. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I'm following you. I'm going to be real. Like, if Drake 
wants to take that route. He's capable and has it up his sleeve. And wants to produce what may be the best shit he's ever put out right. He don't need to rap. Absolutely. He don't need to rap at all. And um, the way he's keen with these executives and the offices and the way music and streams work. I've listened to Kanye West talk about the year 2010 and dropping my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and how he said he knew down from the science of the music, down to the lyrics, down to the dopamine that's released with these certain keys right. in this song. Right. It's scientific. He, he said, you know, with the certain melodies and patterns, I could release the perfect album for you every single time if, you, if I wanted to. I just don't want to. You know, Drake could push Drake the button. Drake is different. Yeah, yeah. Drake could do that. I'm saying, yeah. Drake, if you think the nigga that's standing in the position that, that, that Kanye was standing in 15 mm. years ago mm. doesn't have that same type of power... It might be time for him to push the button. Maybe this is Drake's greatest revenge, Corey. Because <laughs> CLB got fucked up by Kanye. Scorpion got fucked up by Kanye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe this is Drake's Hollywood revenge. <laughs> we'll see, brother. Maybe after For All the Dogs Drop, I'll get the for real coming here and ask you, Hey, what's your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite? Hey, what's your favorite Drake album? Nah, real shit. And if it's that good, I'll be coming tell you that's my favorite Drake album. <laughs> Soon as that shit's over with, man, for something to be better than Take Care, that would be fucking crazy. A full R and B album from Drake is automatically better than Take Care. Yeah, in two thousand twenty three, no doubt about it. That's why I say, bro, he could really do that because right now, yeah, Drake. If we hear Drake rap, because like. He better than LeBron if he Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He better than LeBron if he dropped this. Look, listen to me, follow me. The shit that he put out this year, what? Search and Rescue, the Her Loss album last year. We love the rap, right? Because it, it's just Drake. Drake. Straight. Drake loves the rap. But if Drake comes all R and B, I promise you he will take this shit to a whole nother level. And we will probably be saying this is the best shit he's ever dropped. It might be a timepiece forever. Imagine making Man. babies to Drake. And the thing is, I'm telling you, this tour, once again, bro, we've this is the best tour that Drake has been on maybe since Views. Maybe even going all the way back to Club Paradise. Like it's, it's, no, let's, it's let's go back levels, to would you like bro. a tour? Nothing was the same. I That's what it's but it's it's like up there. I promise you, bro. He just getting started. It's amazing. What he's doing on tour right now is different. It's crazy it's right different. now, man. That's what Yeah, I don't know. For all the dogs. And he always has a way of making his albums completely opposite of what we thought it was going to be like Certified Lover. Well, we thought that would be the all R&B. Completely different. So for all the dogs, we expecting that to be the banging shit. R&B. <laughs> R&B. Heartfelt. He put a book out with it. R&B. You no, been, you sold me, Corey. You sold you, me. You been seeing that nigga captions lately, bro? Yes. I be telling y'all, like, Drake really be like... When he start rapping in the caption... He be cryptic with them hoes, bro. I'm trying to tell you. That nigga's locked in. He's dialed in. <laughs> He's dialed in, no, bro. No, cap, bro. He's dialed in. <laughs> He's dialed <laughs> in. I swear to God, Drake is on a whole nother level right now. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, that nigga dialed in, man. I can't wait to revisit this once this album is yeah, out. Yeah, that was a good combo, for real. And I think he's serious. I don't think that we're going to get any... Oh, uh, we had to push the album back shit. Nah, that shit coming sooner than you think. I know, like, nobody, he had to let Travis get out the way. He let Uzi get out the way. 
Mm-hmm. Drake may come next month in August, like real shit. Nobody else is in the way. And even if somebody was in the way, whoever it is doesn't matter. It have to be it have to be J Cole for him to stop what he's doing. Or twenty one. Twenty one's moving on Drake. Twenty one knows true. when Drake's dropping. True, true, true. So he's not getting in the way. The only thing, like I said, because he don't give a fuck if Kendrick's dropping. He don't give a fuck if Ye dropping. The only person that could get in the way is his friend Jermaine. <laughs> and he might, he might have to, he might have to call Jermaine and be like, "Hey, hey, let me go first. He, hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing something this yeah, week. Yeah. Let me cook. <laughs> let me go first. Let me cook, King. <laughs> let me cook, for King. For real, though. For real. <clears throat> but I'm ready. I'm ready. It's now, time. Now I'm it's fucking time. Now I'm amped. Summer's over. They said they missed old Drake. Girl, don't tempt me. Yeah, real talk. Uh, you ready to move on? We're out of albums at this point. <laughs> yeah. No, man. we're not. Gucci uh, Man's dropping an album. Yeah, it's called Breath of Fresh Air. I just wanted to put this on the list. I'm not. I don't really even really care about this. I'm to be honest with you, but I, we love Gucci yeah. and everything that he's he's done for the culture and the game. Yeah, but I don't really I don't tune into to Gucci too much these days. I haven't since 2018, maybe. 20 for me. That's the uh the, the album that had Rain Shower with Young Thug during the I like pan- that during the pandemic. You're right. I like that. We fuck with that one. But yeah, outside of that, it's just a respect thing. The cover art is nice. He has his whole family on the cover art. I appreciated that. I respect a nigga that, that's been able to to get out of jail, keep it clean, keep making money, keep making money for his family, yeah. stay steadfast. Um I'm just, it's not what I'm listening to these days. Facts, facts, facts. But if he got some couple songs that hit, we'll fuck with it. For sure. Absolutely. Don't let him have a banger because it gets added. It's gone. He, he, gone. he, he fuck around and have one, one off yeah, of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that shit go. <clears throat> Absolutely. But yeah, that's that's it with albums, man. Let's go back to the upcoming songs we got coming this week. Yeah, because earlier this week we got a video from Offset. Yes, sir. Woo. It was featuring Jamie Lee Curtis. She seemed to be mimicking a news reporter yes, from, uh, I believe, either a 19, somewhere between the 1960s and the early 1980s, an interview video from an interviewer and James Brown. Mm-hmm. It's a famous interview video. Um, famous for me because he he talks about in the video, he was like, I look good. I smell good. <laughs> she was like, and you sing good. And I make love good. <laughs> you know James Brown's. Yeah. James Brown was always oh, off a, a a good bump, God, a good bro. bump, and you know he was rich. He was off the finest the of the Columbia, greatest bump, mm-hmm. man. He was on he was on the type of cocaine that was so pure you could snort it forever and not OD. Yes, bro, <laughs> because he snorted it forever and didn't OD. That's why we got some of the best fucking music. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like James Brown, damn, that nigga's one of my favorites. From, from the music aspect, but just from like the the personality, bro. Like I love James Brown. James Brown's my favorite singer that can't sing. I feel that a hundred percent. And we've had this convo yeah. on the pod before, yeah, yeah, so yes, I don't yes. have to go over it. James yes, Brown yes. can't sing, yeah, yeah. and he's still one of the greatest fucking Absolutely. soul singers of all time. Absolutely, I'm with you. My mom was talking about he's singing on this man's world. No, he wasn't. Nah, bro, that's just that cocaine. Come on. I'm great on a bump. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, man. Everybody great on a bump. Come on now. We all life. we got like we all good off of a little snowfall. Come on now. You off a little James St. Patrick off power. Come on. You know how that shit go. <clears throat> I don't do cocaine, guys, nor have I ever. Oh, let's back it up, Kari. <laughs> oh, let's back it up, Kari. Because we left Post Malone without that conversation. Oh shit. Post Malone was in an interview yeah. speaking about his upcoming album. Austin, self-titled, uh-huh. and he addressed the rumors. 
I think this was with Zane Lowe on. Zane Lowe on Apple Music. Yeah, on Apple Music. Shout out Apple. He addressed the rumors that everybody's been talking about that he's on hard drugs, that he's strung out on drugs. We've even talked about it a bit here. Correct. He said that he's never used hard drugs ever in his life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people believe him. Do you? Cap. No. <laughs> Cap. 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 <sighs> why did why do you say that? I mean, it's for the album promo rollout. You know what I'm saying? I have the exact quote. Let me just read it. He said, I mean, first off, I shouldn't have to really justify anything to anyone, but I appreciate the concerns that people have before denying that he's ever done hard drugs. But then it goes from like, hey, I hope he's fine to the rumor starting that I'm doing hard drugs, which I've never done in my entire life. The thing about it is posts usually be so honest with shit that a part of me even wants to believe him because he'd be so thrown off off the alcohol. I'd be like, damn. Maybe he has never done a hard drug. True. Because we've seen alcoholics fuck themselves off straight off the liquor. And crazy that you say that because right after that, he got into his troubles with alcohol. So it was just like, mm, yeah, I'm not doing hard drugs. But I'm, I'm doing this. fucked off, off this drink. I'm doing the same harm to myself off with this drink. drink. And we've been, known, like, I, I always say, nigga, when I think of Post Malone, I think of Bud Light. It's I think just, of Bud Light cigarettes. That's it. Because he's been doing that since 2015. Now, would it strike me as odd if I saw he was snorting or using or shooting? No. Because I'd be like, oh, that explains his his weird-ass character. I expect it. But um, even though I said Cap, for right now, because he's never shown us anything otherwise, I'm willing to take Post Malone's words at face value. Yeah. I mean, we just have to, you know, as just as a man respecting him. But man, it's just the way he looks sometimes, bro. It's just like I don't believe it. You know what I mean? Me either. And <laughs> it brought me back to 2012 or 13 when Mac Miller dropped Macadelic and told us that yeah, he's done lean, but he said he's never snorted coke before. Mm. Fast forward. Yep. <clears throat> the pills. Um. Cocaina. So, I want to take his words at face value. Facts, man. And you just you just hope and pray. You know what I'm saying? Because you brought up Mac Miller. We know how that ended. You just hope and pray. You just hope and pray. Just fucking hope and pray, bro. That's all you can really do in a situation like this. But I'm with you. I want to take his word for it. I do appreciate his honesty, at least admitting that he does have an issue with alcohol. He admitted that straight up. Like, yeah, I have problems. Like, I have troubles with this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's been affecting me like my entire life. So I appreciate that. But um, I can only just hope, man, that he's not really on that shit because it's going to catch up to you. It it never fails. It never fails. It always catches up to you. Yeah. It never fails. Um, But we can jump back in the offset. Let's do it. What we were bringing up all of the James Brown interview talk for was Offset dropped a video parody style with that entire video. He remade that entire video. And said some famous lines inside of the video that James Brown did. And also said, let's talk about some new music. (laughs) With that, he announced that there's a new track dropping tomorrow, Friday, called Jealousy. And it's a collaboration with none other than his beautiful wife, Cardi B. Yes, sir. We are getting the very first (laughs) Offset Cardi B track. Well, it's not the very first one. Um, 
they had fuck, I forgot that one track they they did on Offset's album. That was that was another hit song for Offset. But they didn't roll oh, the album yeah, out with it. I don't know which one it is. I can't even think of the name right now. Clout. They do Clout. anything for Clout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was a that was, that was a, a hit. that was a really was big a song. Yeah, that was a hit. Probably the biggest song on the album. For sure the biggest song on the yeah, album. Yeah, no doubt. They're running it back, Corey. This song's called Jealousy. <clears throat> How do you feel about this? You mentioned something to me in pre-production. I want you to bring back up that question. It's something that you saw on social media. Can you address that again? Yeah, the first question that I asked you, and y'all already heard what I said on the last pod about me being offset bias, me being a damn near stand offset. No so doubt. never take anything that I'm saying as disrespect. I'm just asking the questions. Yes. I asked, do you respect this, Kari? <clears throat> and I'm going to say I, I do, but I also say that this is just, this is a safe bet. It's safe. This is a there you safe go. fucking bet. Now, let me tell you why. Obviously, we know Cardi B kills every fucking feature that she hops on. Absolutely. There's no question. She's batting a thousand. But also, with Offset going on this solo career, rolling out a new album, why wouldn't you release a song with your wife? It's safe. You know what I'm saying? It's safe. Because you know you know this is going to be a hit, bro. This Car- is, is going to be a hit. Cardi smoked every verse the last, the last two fucking years. This is going to be a hit. There's no question. So it's safe. But also the question, do I respect it? Because yeah. it's so safe, do you respect it? Not a hundred percent because of the the bias that I have towards offset. I want this nigga to to make his own name. But there's to, a to stand by himself. You know what I mean? There's the fact there's a parachute <clears throat> there's a parachute attached to this song. Yeah, man, because it got Cardi on it. <clears throat> but at the same time, I get it. The rollout, the rollout, the the James Brown video, everything was perfect. It's amazing. And this is in Offset style, which lets me know all right. of this shit back in the day with the Young Boy video and all that. Oh, that was all Offset. Everything. Even the, uh, what was the shit that they did with Drake when they dressed up? Yes. As uh, Soul Train. That yeah. was Offset. Yeah, bro. It's all Offset. He always dresses up as Michael Jackson. We did the James Walk Brown. it, talk it. That was Walk what it was. It. That video. But um, this, <clears throat> this is a safe, safe bet from Offset. But like I said, I expect more, bro. I, I I truly do. I I want this nigga to be the biggest star in the world because he has that potential. What beats the safe allegations is if Offset goes absolutely fucking nuts on this. Do you think he outshines Cardi? Does he outshine Cardi? Probably not, but he has to match her. Whew. I mean, he has to go. He has to go spider with Jid type of nuts. Like he has to go nuts. And being that this is gonna be his lead single. Cause he tried with with um five four three two one five four three two one and he did um yeah upset too yeah. upset is that what it was called oh uh, wait and wait. I ain't even done nothing yet fuck it up fuck it up fuck it up that's the one that was with hit boy that's you talking about too live no cold 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 with money bag some 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 I can't be too upset some some yeah. some I think they mm, mm. <clears throat> um. He been on fire though, I ain't gonna lie. He has to snap this though. I'm not worried about that. It's just the fact that Cardi, she may outshine him, but at this point in time, he needs to outshine Cardi B. Like it would be crazy. The headlines will be crazy because of if how she walked I, him on his track. No, if he walks her, she gonna do her thing. But I'm not worried about Cardi B. Offset needs to outshine her 
to get his name more out there, to get more people excited about his album coming out. Because those songs that we talk about, 54321 and Code, all came out last year. Mm -hmm. We know he's going to release an album, but what has he done since that? There's been nothing. We need more behind his name. This has to be a Billboard hit. Man. The rollout and everything, is it has the potential, but it got to hit. That's my only fear. That's why I said it's safe because no matter what, we're going to love it because it's it's the connection, it's the relationship, it's Cardi being offset. We love that regardless. But what he needs, bro, is a hit. Like you said, whether it's a billboard chart or not, like this nigga needs to connect to the streets. Like people got to be excited about your album. And Cardi has been hidden with the streets. I'm Cardi, nothing but. Cardi going to do her thing. Also, if this is going to be his lead singles or his lead single, he's gonna have to have some B sides that are gonna that are gonna really do it for us mm-hmm. because we're gonna need to know that he could stand on his own. That's my point. That's why I say it's safe right now. It's safe. So that's why I don't respect it a hundred percent, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm with you, bro. He got to stand alone. Everything that we've gotten outside of five, four, three, two, one—that was the only one that he was by himself. Code had money bag. Two live was with Hit Boy. He had another song that came out with Trippy Red. I think it was called like Big Fourteen. Like everything has been with somebody else. He needs something like Red Room. Hmm. Like if he would have been able to drop his first album straight off of Red Room dropping, like that is yeah. a lead. Fucking single. Yeah, but it, it didn't. No, no, no. I mean, I, but I mean, like <laughs> yeah. coming up on this. Yeah, that's the type of single that you put an album out with. No, no doubt. And fast. No doubt. <clears throat> okay. We'll see tomorrow. Yeah, that's why I say we just gotta wait and see with this one, bro. We will see tomorrow. I can't wait for this track yeah, to drop. Bro. Not I like even it. because I, I do think it's gonna be good. I'm an Offset fan, but I have a lot of expectation for him. I wonder if there were people that had this much expectation for Mike once he left the Jacksons, that had this much expectation for Beyonce when she left Destiny, that had this much expectation for Justin when he left NSYNC. No doubt. (laughs) And I wonder if it's more than just us that are looking at him like he's on the brink of being one of the biggest stars that could possibly exist in his game. He, He has that opportunity in front of him. I would hope not. He really has that opportunity yeah, in front of him. And I would hope not. I would hope everybody is just as excited and has as much anticipation as we do because bro really is that nigga out of the group and has always been and has always had that potential to break off and be one of the biggest stars we've ever seen. So I hope we're not the only ones that's feeling that way. I hope not. We cannot be. We, I was about to say, <laughs> like, it's, it's damn near impossible. We can't be. The nigga <clears throat> has it, bro. Like for real. Always has. But we'll see, man. All right. Uh, you ready to get into the news? Do we have any more any more drops to talk? That's it, man. Moving right on into the news. This is perfect right here. Oh, yeah. First up, yeah. Quavo. <laughs> <clears throat> it was reported that Quavo was among those that were robbed in Miami at gunpoint on a yacht over the past week. What? <laughs> Come again? <laughs> I'm just I'm not understanding the entire thing now. When I finally got to read and and watch the news, mm-hmm. it kind of made a little more sense. But even then, it didn't make full sense to me. I agree. From what it sounds like, 
Quavo and a group of others rented a yacht for the day. Mm-hmm. And when it came time to return the yacht, there was some sort of discrepancy with who owned the yacht, no matter on the, the payment or how much time was allowed or allotted on the yacht. Right. And they threatened to not give the yacht back or... or th- what happened was is the captain on, on board <clears throat> basically told them that their time was up and he had to turn around regardless of maybe if it was the weather or maybe their time was really up. We don't know, right? But when that happened, whoever was a part of the entourage that Quavo happened to be with on the boat, they catch an attitude. They upped the strap and basically told bro, hey nigga, you driving until we say stop. They basically told that nigga like, we need our money back for what we pay because they- Oh, they, they, Okay. I guess they were under the impression that they, they had longer, that he cut their time short for, uh, for okay. whatever reason, right? Regardless, of course, we're never gonna know if that was true or not. But once that happened, he said they had to turn around. They get pissed off. They pull out straps. They damn near robbed the captain, basically asking for their money. Allegedly, back. yeah, for what they what they what they pay for the trip, they're asking for that back because once again, to them, they feel like their time got cut short. Okay, okay, would be that. That their their time was cut short, or if there was some sort of fine print that who knows. All we saw posted directly after was a picture of Quavo with his hands behind his back, and his face was blurry. It almost looked like his mouth was taped up at first. <laughs> so when we got the headline, it damn near looked like Quavo was being robbed, yeah. and that he had his hand behind his back on the boat. Thanks, we man. were able later. Uh, we were later that. Ugh, we were able to clarify later that it was actually the police that came on board of the yacht mm. and had him detained until they figured out what was what. There were no arrests made at mm. the time, mm. but it's still an ongoing pending investigation. And uh, they said that um, if arrests need to be made, that they'll be made. Absolutely. The reason for that is because they say that the stories were conflicting. They obviously um, asked the captain questions. There was another member of the crew who was on board. They asked him both questions and their stories were conflicting as far as like when people who actually came up to ask for the cash, who actually walked them back to the room and, and took the cash. Cause the captain said that he was robbed of, of, of his wallet, like 3,500 to $5,000 were taken from him is what he alleged. Right. But they, of course you can't prove that. So no arrests were made because they couldn't connect the stories. But like you said, it's still ongoing. We may hear something from this, but I mean, with situations like this, bro, it's always going to be hearsay. They even said in the article that we read, the incident happened where the cameras weren't pointed, of course. It's like, bro, you you would never catch this shit. You would never know what really happened on board here. So I think it was just a situation that, once again, Quavo in the wrong place at the wrong time, like okay. this nigga always is. I'm going to talk about that, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but you, feel, you feel what I'm saying. You're like, like nigga. Why are you always with the wrong people? Bro? He was out the next night. They were like, nigga, go home. Bro, he, <laughs> he was on his story. <clears throat> but I know niggas got to do that. To, he's to, on an album. Uh, he's, he's rolling an album out right now. Exactly. Rolling an uh, Damn, my, my speech is fucking horrible right <laughs> now. He's rolling one. an album out right now. It's that Merlot we sipping. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> it's the Josh. <laughs> For real, man. But yeah, definitely he's on the album rollout. We're going to talk about that next party coming next week. Uh, but yeah, you know, he took the Instagram because, you know, niggas in the industry, they got to show that they good. He was back smoking, showing his jewelry like niggas do. They got a stunt, but he'll be fine, bro. Not worried about that. Oh, all right. You know, you ready to move on? Yes, sir. Let's stay Atlanta. We got a report. This is alleged. 
So let's just speak it to it with an open mind. Grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that was reported that since the YSL, RICO, and those indictments and arrests have been made, along with the YFN, RICO, and those indictments uh, and arrests have been made, that the Atlanta murder rate has been lowered 35%. That's a steep decline in the murder rate, Corey. <laughs> Any thoughts as to what happened? Yeah, I don't, I don't believe this. First off, I'm going to give you my, my honest opinion. I don't believe this at all. What I think that happened, I think, you know, when, say like it's a football team or just any professional sports team and they and they ready to get rid of a nigga, they start putting out reports that, oh, he had cancer in the locker room. Oh, he do this. Oh, he do that. That way when some shit happened, or they let the the person go, it don't make it seem like they the bad people is putting all the blame on them. Man, this is just a story that gets out to make it seem like they doing a good job as far as having these two these niggas behind bars. There's no way in hell to me that locking up YSL and YFN would decrease the murder rate this much in a year. I just don't believe that, bro. I just got another report from a local news that's in Atlanta. <clears throat> this what came it, out on July the 3rd. What did he say? Atlanta police chief says targeting gang members, drug dealers helped bring down the homicide rate. As of July 3rd, Atlanta police have investigated 57 homicides as compared to 88 this time in 2022. Okay. That's a 35% drop, Corey. <laughs> <clears throat> they said uh, that... The gangs and drug dealers, let's see, it says right here, are likely to be the highest motivator for, for homicides in the district. Okay. But also, think about it this way, bro. Think about for the niggas at the bottom of the food chain, right? The low ballers. When you see the so-called high rollers get locked up, for whatever the crimes that they may say that they committed, right? Mm -hmm. You don't think that's just going to scare niggas away a little bit yeah. to not get in trouble? Absolutely. So let's not just say, like, that's the sole reason. I just think niggas are just being smart. It's hot in Atlanta right I mean, now. but that is a that is because of them. Man, I'm not going. That is simply based off of that. Like, that's just, that's my thing. Like, I think niggas just don't want to commit those same crimes because it's hot. Because of them. Nah, bro. Not 35%. That's insane. That's it's, insane. It's bro. either niggas are scared because they seeing what's happening or the niggas that was making it happen is in. Which one is it? Corey. <laughs> the thing is, Corey almost had me to the point I was like, ooh, young thought. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's Lucci. <laughs> no, for real though, bro. I'm not going for this, man. I get it though. Like I said, I think this is just a a ploy to like make the DA sound good, make make Fulton County sound good. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we we got the bad guys. Like, bro, niggas die every day. But Corey, like, there's there's real there's real statistic in it. Is it though? I know they this report they say that it came from straight from the district attorney, right? 
Why the district attorney ain't saying this themselves? Maybe you didn't see them say. I mean, we don't have we don't have their video right here. I mean, I could probably pull the video if you wanted me to pull it. Man, I I saw who said this. I have a different article right now. This is from like a Channel Eleven news. <clears throat> I'm just still not going for it. I don't believe it. Aggravated assaults are down across the city of Atlanta, so that's compared to the last couple of years. This is <laughs> APD is investigating two deadly shootings that took place just. You believe the news now? <laughs> What's up, Oh, bro? God, I'm one That's of them. What I was say. Oh, look what he's fucking doing, man. He's gaslighting me. What's up, bro? Talk Ladies, watch me. out. He's a fucking gaslighter. Talk to me, man. Jakari oh, Gentry, a man, fucking man. gaslighter. Man, look, I just think it's so many other variables that have to be, like, in place here. Like, don't get me wrong. Fook. <laughs> Gunna. Sergio. <laughs> Look, don't get me wrong. They didn't flip Gunner. He ain't even want to do that facts, shit no facts, more. Facts. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying. He know they clean your crew. True. I'm not saying that locking them niggas up is not, you know, adding or is a, a tribute to that stat. Yes. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Man, I know the, that. The law enforcement is doing their job. No, 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 no. 35%. They're good at their job, Corey. In one year? They're super good. Nigga, look, that DA ain't blanking. You mean to tell me that thugging in was behind this amount of crime, bro? Like, for real? In that point, they'll never get out of jail. First off, Corey, we just talked last part about how many... Because <laughs> they locked up in that fucking Rico indictment. They might have, Corey. They might have locked up man, every fucking all right, murder. In all right, maybe them niggas was really running the streets like that, bro. And think about it like this, Corey. It's not even just YSL, YFN. You have to think about those two smaller yeah, scale they, Ricos they, they that they busted. Like, yeah, they got like five other Ricos on board. That's what I'm saying. Okay, but let's say that. Let's not just oh, okay, say YSL see, and YFN. But basically, once she cleared up all that rap shit, man. don't bring her to the fucking Cali. <laughs> They gonna have to murk her. Chill, <laughs> New York. Nah, nah. They ain't going. Mm -mm, ain't going in New York mm -hmm. and in California. They not going for that, man. Mm -hmm. Don't bring her to Illinois. They gonna wipe her down. Oh, nigga, what? She don't even want to go over there. Yeah. She's too busy cleaning up ATL. Again, bro. I understand why articles like this get posted. <laughs> it's it's the clean house, the clean face, to show face. But again, bro, 35% is crazy. But once again, I don't know nothing, bro. I don't know a damn thing. I could be incorrect. And these niggas could really be behind that amount of crime where you take them off the streets for one year and now all of a sudden it's safe in Atlanta again. <laughs> Maybe so. No, but like straight up, like not, not even, I'm not even talking about like the argument between whether or whether or not that's true. Bro, imagine if that shit was really true. And these these niggas, we thought they were rappers. Man, these niggas really. Oh my god, <laughs> young young thug Gotti, <laughs> young thug Gotti, yo. <laughs> nah, no cap, bro. That'd be scary. Nigga Jeffrey really would be untouchable. Like you really like that outside? Damn, Jeffrey. Especially like Lucci. Oh, you was really killing it like that? Yeah, man. Like I said, I don't know nothing, bro. I just think articles like this. I'd be like, bro, whatever. I'll take it with a grain of salt, like we said at the start, like. I don't give a fuck, but at the same time, like, I'm not really going for that. Like, okay. I, I You just see shit like that all the time. We lock up the biggest niggas in the world. Now, the crime rate down. Like, really? All right. <clears throat> but, like I said, I don't know nothing, man. Car, he thought he was going to get to kill Lil Wayne. And you think that, <laughs> you think that, that he's <laughs> that he's opposed chill, chill, to, chill. to a bunch of civilians? <laughs> 
he shot at the biggest fucking rapper in the world, and you think that he might not be responsible for some nobodies in the fucking city. I never said that. 35% is just a big-ass number. He tried to knock off the nigga that said he'd get a holiday if he died, Corey. Nah, I hear you, bro. And everybody on the bus with him. Hey, Birdman, let him do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go on. <clears throat> We're still rap. We're still rap just a little bit. Yeah. After uh, Adidas squeezed every fucking dollar out of Kanye and then dropped him, they just sold their new batch of Yeezys, or not their, their new batch, their batch that, that was sitting in inventory that they couldn't sell until they uh, they wrapped up all of their, their pending law whatever it is with Kanye, right. they paid him out what he needed to be paid for those remaining Yeezys that were sitting there. They finally sold. They made $565 million off that batch, Corey. <laughs> of, of course, Kanye doesn't see any money off of that because he made his money off of the back end of the, the deal. Out, right. <clears throat> but they've already made back. This is the first batch, they said. I think they have more Yeezys to, to let loose. They've already made back half of what they lost losing Kanye. Yeah, man. Uh, they sold 4 million sneakers in 48 hours. <laughs> that shit is crazy, yo. <laughs> they know they need him, right? Yes, man. You think he comes back? Yeah. The really? only reason really? why... Yes. The only reason why I think he comes back is because they're still selling Yeezys right now, and this nigga's previewing new Yeezy clothes right now. True. I'm not saying that he's... He could still be in some sort of Adidas cahoots without his actual deal in place. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but if I was Kanye and they still have a hold on that that name and that merchandise, I'd already be moving on making making my new shit. I wouldn't be making shit to to prepare for a new Yeezy show. That's what he's doing though. Yeah, honestly. he's yeah he's doing, doing Yeezy shit. season nine. Yeah, yeah. Which is like he's, he's doing his own shit. <clears throat> It hasn't dropped yet, though. That's yeah, what I'm saying. When okay. it drops, will this be Adidas? He hasn't even dropped anything okay. solo, like okay. on his own, because it's all been pending. I would say right now, no. But at the same time, going back to what you just said, it makes sense on both sides for them to find a way to make this shit work, bro, because it, it really benefits the both of them. Like Adidas, bro, you making $500 million in 48 hours, that keeps you afloat, regardless of whatever... May happen. And Kanye was making like almost $300 million a year. And it's already let you know your fans have forgotten and don't give a fuck. Exactly. So we can make this shit work. And this is my argument. These big white companies do everything they or say anything they want. They put out the most racist shit of all time. We still buy it. Hmm. Let Kanye cook over there because obviously y'all niggas are still going to buy it. And we knew that. They, they just had the same face. Yeah, we knew. Even if even if the nigga didn't sell another record, Bruh. them shoes is still hidden and Kanye's style of fashion is always going to hit because this nigga's ahead of time. And it's not over. The Kanye style, the Kanye era is nowhere close to being done. It's the, the hottest selling shit. Everybody is copying that. Sorry. So why wouldn't they continue to sell it? He has completely changed the look of fashion. Yeah, man. We know that. Even the reason why his, his ex-bitch is sitting at a billion dollars off that Skims shit, all of that looks like Yeezy. You think the influence came from my brother? 
She didn't do that shit alone, nigga. Oh, my God. He probably thought of the name. Yes. <laughs> Stop playing. Uh, but I, I think I think we see Kanye and Adidas make amends. May not be no time soon, but there's no way you can let go of $500 million in 48 hours. Like, there's no way the niggas at the top are sitting there like, bro, we... We're okay. Let's let's not make this money I was, again. I was like, just about to no say. There's no fucking way they're saying that. And they're not sitting up there saying, it's cool because we have this planned out that we're going to recoup with. You don't have you're, shit to you're recoup insane. it. You're insane. There's there's nothing they have over there that makes them that amount of money in that amount of time. There's not a sneaker, a t-shirt, a pair of shorts, a pair of pants, or a pair of socks, not a headband, a sunglass that can make you the type of money that that nigga's going to make you because it's not it's not even the product it's him it's him bro yeah y'all could sell the same fucking product and not and, and have never made a dollar off of it because it was Kanye's product it's why they bought it it's why niggas think it's cool you got to love that man you gotta love that man. I love Kanye West. You gotta love it. <laughs> Even with every back against him, every every label, every executive, every agency, the nigga still has exactly what the people want. As much as you want to hate him, blackball him, make Gen X baby boomers talk, he's crazy, run every story on the fucking news to make him seem as though. Not only have do we have the internet and social media, so the younger generation. We already see behind the smoke and mirrors of certain shit. Mm-hmm. I talked to my older sister now, who's about to be 36. She's like, yo, you can never take it away from me. She's like, I will always love Kanye. I will never, ever not go to bat for Kanye. And I'm at that point, too. <laughs> Honestly. And don't get me wrong. I know the nigga has said some outrageous ass shit. And I, trust me. You can't I, cancel him. I'll let that nigga have it for that shit. I've heard it on the pod. Like, I don't, I don't go for none of that. But at the end of the day, it's just like when you look at the person that this nigga is and the weight that he holds, it's like, and not say like we just forget about it, but it's just like, bro, so it's, did not, it's Kanye. Y'all forgot Michael Jackson fucking kids. Yeah, that nigga crazy. And you just focused on the music. And all this shit that these motherfucking politicians and everybody do, fuck all that, bro. Kanye I, said some some bad things, but he ain't, you know what I'm saying? He ain't touch kids. I always bring it back to Mike because he compares himself to Mike, and I think he is that. Y'all forgot about the, the sexual assaults. You forgot about the first one that he settled out of court because he didn't want to go to court over it. Talk to him. You forgot when that nasty-ass elephant man died, he bought his bones like a weird motherfucker. Talk to him. Did y'all forget that at night this nigga used to preserve his body like a weird motherfucker? And y'all call Kanye the fucking weirdo. Like, dude, the, he's Mike. He's Mike. Y'all forgave Bill Cosby. You forgave Bill Cosby. All them white folks get forgiven. Kevin Spacey was just found not guilty, guys. And they'll probably give the nigga the house of cards back. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. He finna have hella movies out. Remember, they were just waiting. Bro, it was literally when we talked about the he first He was just time, sitting at a red light. They were just waiting for that shit to be ruled. He was just court. sitting at a red light. As soon as that light turns green, he's about to go right back through. Like, come on. Don't get me wrong, man. I understand what the guy did, but I wish we'd start just focusing more on our people. And treating everybody the goddamn same. Exactly. You bro. giving you giving these niggas passes. And not giving him a pass because he said that 
Jewish niggas control the entire landscape of the entire like entertainment industry. And all he said was a fact. I was about to say, was he wrong? No, all, all he said <laughs> was shit that's true. It's just like we ain't heard it before, so niggas like, wait a minute. All he wanted is to seat us the board. Yeah, that's it, bro. That's all Adidas had to do. He would have never said this shit. Honestly, it's all Gap had to do. Yep. No, it's their fault. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> I told you that. I told you that statistic on the Jewish dollar. They just want the Jewish dollar to stay in the Jewish community. I, mean, I understand that. Shout out the Jewish community, cause yo, <laughs> niggas trying to get that paper too. But yeah. I feel them on that, but at the same time, this is Kanye West. This nigga has broken every door, every barrier. It's like at a certain point, when a nigga asks for something, you should give it to him. What and else does he have to do? And someone that, if we want to talk about playing industry games and being who the industry has wanted him to be, the nigga has played your role every time you asked him to. The nigga is backed into a contract. That never allows him to quit. Oh, that music contract? Yeah, that shit is the. You can go on as many vacations you want to go to. Yeah. You can take as much time off as you want to, as long as you bring your black ass back here and make another album for us. I think that's the worst contract in history. If you want to talk about somebody who's tap danced every single time the man has asked him to, and they still didn't give him his fucking freedom from the ship or his freedom from the plantation, it's Kanye West. And y'all mad that the nigga ran away like Nat Turner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, a story and a tale as old as fucking time. But we got propaganda and we got the news so they're able to spin it and make niggas think that he's crazy Come for on. wanting what's owed to him. Talk I to hate him. you bitch ass <laughs> niggas, man. Talk to him, brother. You good? Yeah, no. Nah, we right. love you, Kanye. We love <laughs> right, you, Yay. All right, all right, breathe, breathe, breathe. Fuck. Breathe, breathe, my brother. He's got, and they got that fucking Drake on their side too. <laughs> every every time that they need a nigga to make him look crazy, Drake, we need you to. Um, <laughs> it's because he's Canadian, bro. We need you to go get and, <laughs> and he's Jewish. <laughs> bro, that really don't get talked about. No, that it doesn't. Nigga is. Jewish himself, of that's course. Why they, that's why they called on Drake to be to pit him against him. Of course, him. he get five hundred million. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of like, course, in all of the light of what Drake is, of what Kanye's doing, they appoint Drake to take him back down a notch. Of course. Why else would he get five hundred million? See, you niggas listen to the music in English, but you niggas don't be doing the science. <laughs> you niggas don't be doing the math. Y'all was in the wrong fucking class. <laughs> Oh, man. There's shit that y'all niggas just don't pay attention to. Y'all was on PBS. Read between the lions. Yeah, it'd be right in our face, too. That'd be the crazy part. Right in front of our face. Like, the shit that I just said with the Drake Jewish... It's right in front of your face. Right in front of your face. And they smack... That was their way of smacking Drake in the face. I mean, smacking Kanye in the face. Nigga, not only do you have so much problem with the Jewish community, we're going to keep punching you in the face by promoting this Jewish nigga right in front of your face. And he's your predecessor, nigga. Ha ha, bitch. Damn. Now we're going to shove this Jewish nigga down your throat. Pause. <clears throat> Are you ready to move on, Kari? Yeah, bro. I'm damn near ready to move on to the industry shit before we even talk <laughs> Bronny, because that's where we sitting. But we got to talk Bronny James first. Yes, sir. It sounded, it sounded good to talk this next, because we were, we were moving straight from Kanye and Adidas to talk 
Bronny, who who has his Nike deal already. Yeah. Kari, man. First off, let's just start with the utmost prayers up to Bronny, up to the entire James family, up to his teammates over at USC who had to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, to everyone involved in that situation, great thanks to the the Mount Cedar Sinai Hospital, to um, the the great people over there at the USC medical facility that was able to take great care of him immediately. Absolutely. <clears throat> but just this past week, I believe on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday? Um, Monday. Monday, my apologies. Yeah. Monday or Tuesday, it was Monday. Bronny James was in practice um, with USC, and he suffered cardiac arrest during the practice. That's a big deal. We just watched DeMar Hamlin on the field in early 2022 take a, a blow, or he didn't even take a real blow. He tackled somebody else and then fell when the cardiac arrest. And it was up there on whether he would live, on whether he would play again. Uh, uh, fortunately, he was able to get the care that he was needed immediately, got in a stable condition, made a full recovery. Now he's back to training. He's going to play again. <clears throat> he actually took the field uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Pra- practice training camp started. He was on field, yeah. Bronny has just experienced the same thing in a basketball type of realm. Of course, this wasn't a game. This wasn't film, so we don't have any video. Thank God we don't have video footage of that. All right. But it's just as fucking scary. The situation is just as bad. It's it's the same. We just don't have that feeling of seeing it and being that scared because we saw it. But let's speak to it, Corey. <clears throat> it's, it's starting to get scary, man. You know, this Bronny's 18, 19 years old. Um, and the more and more that we're starting to see these things happen on the professional level, it's just it's scary because it's like, how many more times are we going to see this? This you didn't used I mean? to happen. Why exactly. is this happening? What is it stuff we eat? Is and it's, it's happening more at, at a more frequent rate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm and like, they're bro. fucking younger. Like yeah. the, the heart activity or the heart problems are not things that come into play for people unless they're older mm-hmm. or in bad shape. And that's my biggest question. It's like, what is really the leading cause? Is like you said, is it the food that we're eating, the shit that we're drinking, the shit that you know, what goes into our the, protein, the what toxins, goes into our workout yeah, yeah, that we doing? It's like, bro, I have so many questions. But for Bronny's aspect, again, I believe Bronny's like nineteen, eighteen. He's eighteen, bro. Um, that has to be the scariest shit in the world, bro. Like cardiac arrest. You know what that mean? That mean your heart stopped, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they got to revive you, bro. He lost conscience on the basketball court and had to be transferred to the ICU immediately. If we're going to be for real, and thank God that we've already had reports that LeBronny's back in stable condition out of the ICU. So um, if we're going to be for real, outside of Bronny and DeMar Hamlin, I've never heard of anyone going to cardiac arrest and living. Never heard anybody. That's how Michael Jackson died. I've never, outside of those two, because they were able to get some of the fastest care I've ever heard of, because, of course, they're worth everything. <clears throat> I've never heard someone go into cardiac arrest and make it. Within, I believe, within somewhere between like five to 12 minutes of cardiac arrest without getting help, they, it, it, kind of, it kind of does your brain all the way in. That shit just give me chills, bro. Like, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that they were able to get such 
immediate care to Bronny. Yeah, it's fortunate that for DeMar Hamlin and Bronny that, you know, they happen to be at their facilities when this shit happened. So like you said, they were able to get the best <clears throat> care. Um, but again, man, like the the way that this is happening at such an alarming rate for these younger athletes is, is scary. And it leads to more questions and more care that's needed. Like, bro, we need to start getting checked for our hearts at a younger age. And as we go into professional sports, we need to start getting more screenings and things like that, bro. It's just like, I, I don't understand like how this can happen. You know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy to me. I, I just have so many questions. Like why? I just want to know how does this happen? Is it the workouts? Is it the food that we're eating? Is it the shit that we drinking? Is it the the outside, the, the weed, the alcohol, the drugs? You know what I'm saying? Like what is really causing this man? Or is it just one of them things? Like maybe they overworking themselves or it's just like, who, who knows? Like, man, maybe we'll never know, but this shit is scary, bro. DeMar Hamlin has already announced, of course, like we say, he just took the field that he's going back to play. Um, he's a young man. Bronny is even young, and he plays on the highest level of the game. He's in the NFL. <clears throat> Bronny's 18. He's a young man. We've been 18 before, so you already know he's going to take it like it's nothing. Not, not, not saying he's not going to take it seriously, but he's going to take it like a, a shrug on the shoulder. And you know he's going to go back to playing. Honestly, Bronny shouldn't play anymore. I said the same thing with DeMar Hamlin. And I said it on purpose just a few seconds ago to say that DeMar Hamlin got that injury playing on the highest level his sport can be on, Corey. Bronny hasn't even reached the highest level of his sport yet and is in cardiac arrest during practice. We still have games during the NCAA to play. On top of that, he has not made it to the fiercest level of competition that there even is. This is early for that, which means... He's going to exert much more in the future. And if he didn't take a hard hit or anything like that, and, and it was something of the DeMar Hamlin realm where he read, like he just stopped, took a break, and just fell out. We need to take into account, like, is this safe at all? This happened during practice. And I'm on my Allen Iverson shit. Not a game. Practice. Mm-hmm. It's not scary. Niggas just scary as hell. That's when niggas ain't even bumping into you. Right. Like you say, niggas probably going half speed. Of course, we don't know. Like it might not said. even been a scrimmage. He could have right. just been running a drill. Right. We don't know. Maybe he was hit. Maybe he wasn't. Right. Like you said. Maybe he was just <clears throat> going through a regular drill. Maybe he just overexerted himself. Maybe he was working out. Who knows? Regardless, that don't even matter. I'm with you. It's like at this point, bro is 18 years old. Hasn't even really started college basketball yeah i know practices can be whatever but the competition level ain't even hit you have dreams and aspirations to go to the league to reach that highest point like you said where the competition is only going to ramp up you're only going to exert yourself more look at your father he's been in the game 20 plus years imagine the wear and tear on your body and your heart if you make it that far so i'm with you it leads to the questions like is this safe should you continue to go is it smart is it smart is it worth it? To your question, is it worth it? I was going to ask a question either way. 
and this is a rhetorical question because I think I know the answer to this. If I ride a motorcycle, crash it, and have to have a leg amputated, and I get a prosthetic, you don't get your ass back on that. You don't get your ass back on that motorcycle. Yeah. I get that it's basketball, and there's a meal ticket attached to it. But when shit like that happens, you don't get your ass back on that court, which is in DeMar Hamlin's stance, while I still say you don't get your ass back on that field. Yeah, football is a t- totally different aspect. Because if that shit were to happen again, it's over. And, and, and whose fault is that? It's DeMar's. And it's the Buffalo Bills. And it's Roger Goodell and the NFL's. Whose fault is it if they let this nigga back onto the court, Bronny? And this happens again. What happens if this happens in practice again? Or even like you said, this time live on TV in the middle of a fucking game. And you have to watch the biggest or the, the greatest NBA player of all time, son, die on television. Let's be for real. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. Because I never want to see that shit happen. But look, why would we chance it? To nah. see if he's the greatest too? Yeah, no, nah, fuck that. Bro. Come on, let's let's. Yeah, let's be for real. He'll be a fucking hundred millionaire regardless. All right, let's be for real here. I'm with you, bro. Um, of course, you know how this is gonna go. They're gonna go through their screenings. They're gonna get him tested. They're gonna clear him, and, and he'll play. The, and if the doctors clear him, his he's ass pl- is gonna be on that court. He's gonna play. You already know how it's gonna go, but I'm with you a hundred percent. Like, especially coming from the James camp. Gotta be smart about this, man. Like it's bigger. It's bigger than basketball. It's bigger than basketball. It's to the whole. His this is sense. bigger than LeBron. More than an athlete, bro. Like it's it's bigger than all of that. This is this is your life, especially for someone that embodies and speaks right, to right. the the mo- like the motto and the slogan <laughs> right. of more than an athlete. Being bigger than basketball, being bigger than the sport, regardless, because it, it reaches all levels. Like yeah, we've yet to hear from LeBron about it. I'm sure we will, but um. I'm eager to, to to hear what he has to say about it. I'm sure because LeBron is a, a family-oriented man, he probably won't go too far into depth about it with the public. But you've seen LeBron as an open individual, and you know that LeBron is probably on that fence of, damn, that's my boy, and I want to see him be the greatest, but he might not need to do it. This might not be best for him. That's my son. And I want to see him live more than I want to see him hoop and hoop with me. Exactly. It ain't worth it, brother. Man, shout out LeBron. Shout um, out that whole family, man, man. All of them. And hey, to so much so that hey, apologies for the jokes that we made last pod. <laughs> what we say? The LeBron cheating jokes. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like we're so bad timing with this shit. Oh my god, <laughs> we're the worst. <laughs> shout out to them, man. For no, real. Shout out the James, James family. family on my life. <clears throat> Prayers, man. For real, that shit scared the hell out of me. Like I couldn't even believe what I was reading when I first got that. Me report. too. I was like, ain't no way. I don't like seeing posts back to back to back on the timeline with the same person's face. It makes me think the worst. And of course, this was one of the worst type of situations. But it made me think even worse than that until you read the headline. I'm true. like, no, 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 not that boy, Bronny. True. Prayers. Thank God, though. Thank, thank God. Prayers, man. Um, let's move out. We were we were in sportswear, sports people, athletes. Mm-hmm. Let's go into film, Kari. Yes, you, sir. Kept, you kept telling me, even though it had just came out, to watch They Clone Tyrone. I watched They Clone Tyrone. It's time to talk. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. Now, there might be a little bit of spoiler alert. 
within this. So spoiler alert, guys. Sorry. Just before we end up talking about it. But if you want to pause this and go watch, um, they clone Tyrone right now. Who cloned Tyrone? Is it who cloned it? No, I thought it was they cloned Tyrone. No. <laughs> who cloned Tyrone, man? It's called they clone Tyrone. It is. My fault. My fault, cuz. Y'all heard him? This nigga started laughing at me. No, y'all, pa, that's that shit Cardi be doing. You heard this nigga chuckling at me? Thought you was wrong, bro. That's that is crazy. The nigga thought he was so right. Was he wrong. was about to get on my ass. But I was wrong. Like, he could have even slid the word bitch into those chickles. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the kind of chuckles. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Like, that is crazy. Y'all see how this nigga. They calling Tyrone. You had that, <laughs> that's my fault. Nah, but you told me to watch it. I finally finished it up. This has to be one of the freakiest conspiracy-driven Illuminati-invoking or Illuminati idea, CIA in, idea-invoking <laughs> movie that you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And when I say this movie's good, it's not like one of those movies that you watch for 30 minutes and once they get into the plot 30, 45 minutes, now you locked in. This shit gets good seven minutes in, <laughs> and it stays intense as fuck until the ending. Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts on this, Kari. Do you want to go over the movie, or? Uh, I'll give you my thoughts first, and then we, I guess we can go into it. Um, thoughts, so I'll say before the movie came out, or when the trailer came out, um, I was really just watching it because I knew Jamie Foxx was in it. Me too. And I really had no idea what to expect. Even from the trailer, I really thought it was just going to be on some like hood, Dolomite shit, pimps, hoes, drugs, money, sex. You know what I'm saying? I really had that idea going in. And it's still that to a certain aspect. Don't get me wrong. But when I- 2020-ish version. True, true, true. But when I tell you, bro, I was completely thrown left. (laughs) When I watched this movie, bro- um, I love it, though. I told you in pre-production, I have to watch it again. I've only seen it once. But this is the best movie I've seen this year. And Spider-Man came out this year, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) So let me just tell you that. But no, man, this movie was great. Like you said, it's it's definitely um, conspiracy, CIA, Illuminati, um, cloning, whatever the fuck you want to call it, bro. I'm a spoiler alert this whole shit, man. Done. Nah, yeah, let's do it, bro. But I absolutely loved it, man. Ten out of ten. Great acting, great production, great story, great plot. Like you said, the first seven minutes, I even joked. I said, "Nigga, ten minutes, you will be locked in." As soon as you turn this movie on, I promise you, you will not be able to look away. If it's your first time watching it, you will be watching this shit, eyes glued to the TV. Yep. So the nigga named Tyrone is actually a nigga named Fontaine. Fontaine's a drug dealer. Jamie Foxx is a pimp. There's another female supporting uh, actress. I can't remember her name, but she's very popular these days. I just, I don't want, I'm not trying to take away from her shine. Um, so I'll, we'll get her name in just a second. <clears throat> but she plays the hoe to Jamie Foxx's pimp. Apparently, Jamie Foxx owes some money to Fontaine. Fontaine pulls up at his motel room. He, he gets that money. But Fontaine had just had an argument with somebody earlier that day. He ran him over and broke his leg. That guy pulls up in his car, shoots the shit out of Fontaine. He kills that nigga. Somehow Fontaine wakes up the next morning. He forgot, not forgot that the shit happened, but it was almost like a dream to Fontaine. Mm -hmm. So he pulls right back up, 
to Jamie Foxx, the pimp's house. Yep, went through his exact same routine that he did the day before. I'm yeah, from, to go from get the money that he was owed. Right. Except it wasn't a brand new day. It was the next day. And Jamie Foxx witnessed Fontaine being killed that last night. So he knew that this was not Fontaine. And it starts the entire fucking movie. From that moment... That's seven to ten minutes into the movie. Oh it life. gets good then. <laughs> because at first Fontaine thought this was a movie. I mean, he thought he thought it was just a dream. A dream right. When he found out that Jamie Foxx knew about his quote unquote dream and that he knew that he was shot last night as well, it all got all too real for Fontaine. They were able to find inside of a trap house an elevator. Underground. This elevator took them underground where they found an entire scientist's um, chemical lab where basically they were cooking up drugs to fuck with the black community. It was in the chicken. It was in their hair cream. It was in the music they listened to. Man. So much so... That you start to look at all of all of the shit that's fed to you, the negative propagandas inside of today's music. What you see on your TV screens, the news, the commercials, um, even even hitting you in your church. What the preacher is saying, what you being served at church. It was in the communion. It was in the grape juice at fucking church. <laughs> uh I've even I've even seen reports. I don't want to be the conspiracy guy because <laughs> I and I don't want this to be disrespectful because uh, still of course prayers and thoughts and everything up. I've seen people say the recording of this movie was the this Something that had is a lot that had to do with what happened to Jamie Foxx. Look, let me tell you, and I ain't seen none of this. I put this on my life. I have not seen this. Soon as I finished watching the movie, I'm talking about nigga in the ending credits. You went, oh, that's why they went and got Jamie. I said, oh shit, that's why they went and got that nigga Jamie. Jamie got a hold of some news, some things that's going on. Made a movie about it. Word got out that Jamie was producing his movie about it. And they sent a scare tactic his way. I had that thought, bro. I swear to God, I had that thought. Like, immediately. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. And like I said, I don't... I know Jamie went through some shit, some crazy shit. Yes, and we're not in any way to no, be disrespectful. No, not at all. I'm just being, like, real about the situation. Out of nowhere, Jamie has the biggest scare in his entire life. Right before this movie comes out. Undisclosed. No talk about it. Hush, nothing. Hush. No, no The photos. family keep all this shit private. We don't know nothing. Right before this movie come out. And this movie is about everything that could be happening. You know what I'm saying? Of course, maybe not to that same degree and aspect because you got to watch the movie to see how everything panned out. But don't, don't act like this shit not happening. We've been talking about how people getting cloned. I bet you he never makes another movie like this again. (laughs) Bro, I promise you and I put this on everything I love. I ain't read no reports that saying that I had that exact thought as soon as the movie went off. I put that on everything I love. I even started going back to the damn video that he made 
after, you know, talking about his recovery, I'm like, he looked scared in that fucking video. It even gets down to the point, like like I said, they sent a scare tactic his way type shit. You remember the part in the movie where the white man gets out of the car with the old Fontaine? And if you saw the expiration date on that car said December 1988, so that the old Fontaine probably was from the 80s or some shit like that. Mm. He was able to, to stop them niggas and hurt them niggas without them even moving. But I'm even doing anything. He just, hey, like, just know I can do this to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't even got to be near you. I could just, I, I could harm you. Think about that when Jamie Foxx made the movie. Hey, look, nigga, we saw that cute-ass fucking movie you did. <clears throat> look, nigga, we could fuck you up if we want. You know that, right? Don't make no more of these fucking movies. This is your warning. And look, for somebody like Jamie Foxx who's been in the industry for 20, 30 years. He knows. You don't think this nigga has seen shit, has talked to people, has heard things. I I promise you, like, I can't make this up, dude. As soon as the movie went off, I started having every single thought that we talking about right now about how. When I found out what the movie was about, I thought about it before I saw it. We we don't need <clears throat> headlines to think about that. <laughs> right. At this point, that's just how my brain operates. I don't trust these motherfuckers yeah. to begin with. And come on now. We we didn't talk about cloning. We didn't talk about DNA. I believe in that shit without a doubt. Cloning now, was the one that I didn't believe. It took me a while to finally start believing in cloning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you wrap it this way, it looks so so easily doable. Facts. And don't get me wrong. I know... It's a movie. Of course. It's probably not happening exactly like that. But there's a manner in which it's happening. It might not be under the ground. Absolutely, bro. It's happening. Why else do they want your DNA? Why else do they want your organs? Yeah, y'all can keep giving that shit up. I'm not doing it. I'm not an organ donor. Like, let's be for real. Why Why are we hearing these stories about the black market and it's only the black organs that are being sold? I'm not on Ancestry. I'm not 23 and me. You're not getting that funky fuck shit from me. Y'all better, y'all do your worst while I'm broke. Because when we get rich, (laughs) I'm from Texas, nigga. I'm learning how to farm. And all of my meats and vegetables will come from the shit we grow. Yeah, bro. The food shit really is uh, the biggest thing right now, though. And, Mm -hmm. man, and I know it's hard for us. And I'm... Trust me, I'm I'm the worst. When it comes to chicken, I'm going to eat chicken every damn day. You've been seeing how bad that chicken's been lately? Nigga, look at it. Mm-hmm. It's hormone fed out the ass. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you can't even. And like I said, I'm I'm the worst. I still eat that shit, but. A lot of it doesn't even look normal these days. It's not. Bro. It either looks really terrible, like super duper bad quality, or it looks like it's on steroids. It's just doped up, fam. And it's like. It gets to the point when you eating it, it's like, bro, I don't even want to eat this shit no more. Remember that one time we was at a wing spot, uh, like downtown Dallas, just probably like last year. We were at that wing, wing bucket, bucket for my bro. birthday. You remember that and shit? And we were like, bro, these wings are, are fucking huge. What <laughs> chicken has wings this fucking big? Exactly. I've never seen wings like that. They look like turkey legs. Yep. And you want me to believe this came from a chicken? A homegrown chicken. Yeah, that you stuck a needle in. You stuck a needle in the mama and bred that bitch. Right, bro. Ooh. Okay. Watch the movie, though, man. 
please watch who cloned Tyrone. Even though I gave hey, you a little bit of sp- hey, now you uh, look, look, you got me. Look, look, the Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> they got us. It's MK Ultra. Facts, facts. Um, but uh, watch they clone Tyrone. Even though I gave a little bit of uh, spoiler alert for the plot, I didn't even give you twenty five percent of the movie. When y'all start seeing all those places they got elevators and hubs at. Just start thinking about life, man. And how it could be right in front of you. Remember all them stories that we talk about when niggas getting spot on and they be right on top of you? Yeah. It'd, it'd be the building right above where you work. It'd be the building right above that the grocery store that you shop at, that convenience store that you go to every fucking week. You know what I'm saying? That that gym that you go to, it'd be right in front of you. All right. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I just, like I said, I know we... My brain just go a whole another way when I see things like this. They so. told you, I mean, you heard about those Disney underground tunnels? Mm-hmm. Um, even even the tunnels that they say the cartel be be carving out, like, why? Have you heard about, I mean, not only the airport itself, but the underground workings at the Denver airport? Yep. Carl, we need to stop before we get killed. <laughs> why do you think they keep expanding the DFW airport? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but... Hey, for the pod listeners right now, especially for those listening, go do your homework. Start looking up. Go look up the Denver airport. Go look up the Denver International Airport Conspiracies. They have like, they have like four story buildings under the ground. For what? For God <laughs> damn what? And the moment, uh, the moment you you come into the airport in Denver. They got a blue horse up. I think his name's like Satan. I think his name's Satan yeah. or some shit. It's uh, I mean, it's, it's a, it's supposed to be the Bronco, you know, for their logo. But yeah, we seen it. I, I fuck you didn't go with us that time. But y'all seen it. I seen. Oh, shit. y'all went to yeah. When y'all went to Denver. Yeah, y'all seen that shit. The next time y'all go, the next time we go, it, it's eyes light up, don't it? Mm-hmm. Spend some time. Just spend some time. Go to the airport early and just spend some time touring the airport. It's one of the most fucked up. Crazy imagery you will see in an airport. It's on some shit like, why is this in an airport? Mm-hmm. There's like a, a a painting of like burning children and shit. Like the, <sighs> they clone Tyrone. <laughs> watch it. Go watch they clone Tyrone. <laughs> I don't even want to speak anymore. I'm starting to get scared to talk. God damn, we have too many listeners. <laughs> Can we skip to the next? The next topic before we... We're going to move topics around because we had something first uh, before we get to our last topic, but I want to move that around. For sure. Because it's more in the realm. I know what you mean. Yep. Just yesterday, Corey, on Wednesday, a whistleblower, a United States intelligent whistleblower by the name of David Grush, he's made headlines in the past week or so because he's a UFO whistleblower. Mm -hmm. He just testified under oath in court proceedings yesterday, Wednesday, that the U.S. government actively is in possession of unidentified flying objects. After that question, after he admitted to that, whoever was asking him those questions in court said, if there were said UFO aircrafts, that means there were pilots from those UFO aircrafts. Are you saying that the U.S. also has the pilots? David Groove said yes. She said, were those pilots human or non-human? David Grush says non-human. Mm-hmm. 
This is testified under oath, Carl. Under Card. oath, nigga. Under oath. These niggas swear on Bibles before this. Yep. It's getting thick. Mm-hmm. When does the dying with the lies stop for the U.S. government and they finally have to classify, like to declassify some docs? Never, nigga. Come on now. So they're going to paint him as a crazy? He might not paint him as a crazy, but he just we just not gonna hear too much more about this. What we need is the we need the Ed Snowden of UFOs. We need that nigga. We need the WikiLeak UFO uh-huh. nigga. Uh-huh. Somebody that's been there. Because all his shit is really just testimony based on conversations that he's had with the so-called people that were there. That are inside the program. And but, he said that they're still inside the right, program. But it's not them actually speaking for themselves. I saw I know what you mean. We need somebody like in the program to really come out and say it them damn selves. And David Grush still wants his life. Right. So he doesn't want to name the people that are inside of the program. Because I want y'all to know if he if he drops a single name, he's gonna die. Absolutely. It's gonna happen just like Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. <laughs> That's that's how that shit would happen. Oh. <clears throat> this is the first nigga that's a U.S. intelligent, uh, that's a, a a member or former member of U.S. intelligence that I can tell you I believe. Nigga, absolutely. I believe that guy. I'm going to read his testimony just a little bit. <clears throat> this is, quote, my testimony is based on information I've been given by individuals with a long-standing track record of legitimacy and service to this country, many of whom have shared compelling evidence in the form of photography, official documentation, and classified oral testimony to myself and many various colleagues. Groose told lawmakers stating that he was driven to share it by a commitment to truth and transparency. I believe everything this nigga is saying. Me too. First off, I've always thought there's no possible way you want to talk about planets and galaxies that we're the only one here anyways. With life. Yeah, like, like this fucking crazy. Let's be real, bro. And if you think about how many planets and galaxies exist, you're also a fucking delusionist if you think that we're the smartest ones here. Yeah, that's dumb. Just because we haven't figured out how to put together or how to manpower our way into another realm or another planet. And to be completely honest... I don't even believe that. Mm-hmm. I just believe there's so many secrets hidden from us. Do I think the U.S. has the power to travel to different planets the same way other aliens and shit like that have the plant, like the power to travel here? Yeah. Yep. The same way if we do have UFOs or aliens over here and they were able to communicate it enough that they're from another place, you think that there's that we've never sent one person back with them ever? Ever. Yep. One more part I want to read. I'll let you finish. Yeah, no, go ahead. Groosh asserted that the U.S. government first became aware of non-human intelligence in the 1930s. <laughs> That's because, uh, well, I think the, yeah, probably the 1930s. I know the Roswell crash in Nevada was, I believe, 1947, something like that. We've known for a long time. That was going to add to the point that I was about to make as an example it was 2020 when they declassified documents from the CIA that they know how to time travel and that they've used it before. The, the documents were from like 1983. Yep. We don't even know how to time travel, guys. These niggas have been time traveling since the 1980s. 
You are fucking crazy if you think that they don't know about other life. <laughs> I know. It's just like the logical thought. Like, even if you don't want to believe in it, that'd be my thing. This is in denial. I was about to say, like, I, and I get you, whatever, because maybe it fuck you up. You don't want to think about it. But, like, just still be real and logical about the aspect, like we said at the start. We're not the only ones here. It's impossible, dude. It's impo- you need to stop being scared and start being nice and respectful. <laughs> Facts, man. Because if niggas pop up on your ass, yeah. you better be on your best behavior if you want to come back home. <laughs> you better know how to how to fucking react. Wake man. up with a tube in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and niggas speaking an entirely different language. Hey, man. It's the same thing with that AI shit. Remember I was telling you that story about... AI doesn't freak me out as much. No, no, no. But still the fact like where we need to be prepared because like... Remember the story I told you, bro, how they created their own language? Them two... It's fucking... That is scary That's the shit I'm talking about. It's just like... It's the same thing with with UFOs and aliens. Like, we don't know what that shit is. The worst part about it with the alien as opposed to AI... AI was built by humans here. Oh, yeah. You can turn it off. Yeah, that's that's the only maybe. Thing. But the thing right. is, if you get to it in time, with UFO, you don't even know the type of intelligence it has. Mm-hmm. You don't know where they live, mm-hmm. nigga. You don't know the planet right. they live. You could fuck around and never come back home. They could test on your ass forever, and you could fuck around and be in a sort of realm where the air or the gravity or this or that, nigga. You could try to kill yourself. It might not ever even work. Yeah, that's insane, bro. You just be there forever. Yeah. Forgot about. It's tough. And and niggas don't believe in that shit so much, they'll think your ass just ran away. Hmm. Like, cause nobody, nobody's a like missing and people actually subs- like suspect that they were abducted by UFO. They think that nigga just ran the fuck away, mm-hmm. left his life. Or just died and was never found. Wild. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Which leads us into our next topic, though. Oh, you're good. <laughs> oh, that nigga, Kari. <laughs> oh, that nigga is putting up jumpers. That nigga yes, got sir. a jumper. Yes, sir. Carly fucking Russell <laughs> with her lying ass. <laughs> so, Carly Russell. She still has not spoken herself. True, true, true. But she has used her attorney to make a statement on uh, last Monday. He's come out and he said there was no kidnapping on July the 13th. My client did not have any. My apologies. Let me go on. He said there was no kidnapping on July the 13th. My client did not see a baby and did not leave the Hoover area. She did not have an accomplice. She was not in a hotel. Or was with anyone while she was miss, uh, while she was missing. My client did not have help in this incident. That this was a single act done by herself. My client was not with anyone or in a hotel. Uh, blah 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 blah. My client apologizes for her actions to this community, the volunteers who were searching for her, to the Hoover Police Department, and other agencies as well. Oh, I'm sorry, and other agencies as well as to her friends and family. He said that Carly again asked for your forgiveness and prayers. Hold on, hold on let me start, Carly. Let me, <laughs> let me start. Let me just let you know. When Carly Russell went missing, 
She had nothing but our prayers. She had niggas' grandmamas praying. The last goddamn thing you about to get from me, Carly, is a prayer. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This bitch asked for more prayers. Shit. God was looking at us crazy when we was praying. Please find her. He like, what? <laughs> find her? Oh, my God. Let me show you niggas where she's at so y'all can stop false praying to me. <sighs> she she probably made God mad all the prayers he got. Okay. At least God know he got some humble servants and he got some warriors out here. Facts. He got willing, some people that, that really pray. Willing to call on him <laughs> when there's somebody missing. Unfortunately, we got this wolf ass bitch yeah. crying wolf again. <laughs> Why is it always us, Kari? First it's Jussie, then it's fucking her. She might be a plant. Man. Please, somebody tell she's a plant just Man. to make us look bad. Facts, bro. And it's crazy because all they do is harm us for the, the real situations that really happen. Looks so fucking bad. Now, listen, listen now. They don't give a fuck about all the women that go missing. That's what I mean. All the black... This might have been a plant just so they could not give a fuck and keep trafficking little black girls. Man. But even if it wasn't, you fucked this up for us. Right. They're not going to give a damn. Now, every time a black girl is missing, they're going to think twice about it. Absolutely. Is she really missing? Really? Or is she doing what that Carly did? Mm. That that black girl Carly. Y'all remember that story? You remember all them resources and task force and all that money we spent looking for her ass and she wasn't even fucking missing? Do you not remember we called upon the United States Secret Service to help find her? Mm. And she came back home herself? Nigga, she, she walked home and called the authorities her damn self. This was over a nigga. <laughs> Dude, I don't love none of you bitches enough to fake my own. I'm, I'm not going Machiavelli. <laughs> I'm not going Pac for you bitches. Bitches is stupid. I don't have much to say to her. Yeah, it's, it's sad. It's just sad. Like, wow. She's lost her job. Um, I didn't even know that was legal, but... Her coworkers said that she's created a hostile environment that they don't even want to be near her because all they were doing was worried about her praying for her, searching for her, and she lied. Mm -hmm. The business even said that they started getting threats and they were losing customers. Now, that's why it's probably um, valid for them for to them release to, her because right. she's become a hazard and a liability to the company. Right, right. And probably putting the others in danger, like you said. So that makes sense. I guess, you know, that's legally. Yeah, right. in any other suit, she'd have another lawsuit. Thanks. I'm still 10 toes down on she's going to fucking prison. What? No doubt about it. You wasted some of the most valuable time you could have ever wasted. The Secret Service was looking for you. You're going to jail. Yeah, no matter how how they try to paint it, you know, the um, her attorney coming out and Trying to save face, apologizing, you know, coming out front and saying like, oh, we fucked up. Bye. You still going to jail. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. She's going to jail, bro. What's, Five to 10. What state was this in? Alabama. Prison. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hoover, Alabama. I was hoping that she was Hoover for real. I was hoping that, <laughs> that bitch was, was in Cali. Hope. Yeah, that was the only hope. <laughs> you did this shit in the deep south? They was going to look after her up there. But yeah. Alabama? Yeah, bro. They probably can't wait to hang out. Oh, my. Man, y'all, we, we don't make it. We don't even make it good on our own. Facts. Okay. Should have known better. Well, 
No sympathy here. Yep. She going to jail. That's the end. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> and that's also the end of the pod, I think, unless that's we got it. more news. That's it, man. All right. I think that pretty much wraps it up. We'll be back on Monday for episode 257. It's your boy, Roderick. I'm Jakari, man. We out of here. All right, man. Let's go. Felonies Might have committed felonies Who's to know cause my memories Ain't too sharp like my enemies They told me Sleepy eyes I heard that we got intertwined Maybe see I have no idea Maybe I did but then again then again, can't remember shit past 11.30. What I don't know will hurt me. If I did something real bad, I'm sorry. Life of the fucking party. Drunk as fuck. Drunk as fuck. Drunk as fuck. Drunk chemistry that's the blame yeah the chemistry keep your name out my melodies i don't do that usually usually deadly they off cocaine and ketamine i might drink smoke a little Been polished, been good with goblins, impalas, candy paste, shit mounted, ten pops, laughing hard, getting dollars, ass who turned, man it's hard to skip by, gangsta was a problem, beefing about a bitch problem, heard flip the script, you got caught dick ride, brody still getting money, rental cars, big molly, young OG swing through, auntie fix a plate, say she fell in love, bitch how, never went on dates, if that pussy good, play God, fixing bitches shape, truth be told, nigga stay down, promise you be straight, Rolly big fray, hit the scene, with a yellow tape, seven grand wood, in the hood, pull it like a Bro, country boy, new leg, got a squad next.